Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. Happy birthday to my boy Chase Hoops. Happy birthday to my boy Kyrie Young. Happy yeah. birthday. Happy birthday, birthday to Kyrie <laughs> and Chase. Uh, uh, it's probably more out there. Happy birthday to everybody. Yeah. Happy birthday. Hold on. Happy birthday. Happy but his birthday, name is uh, Mike, Kyra. though. <laughs> huh? Uh, dude, it was a guy named Mike who DM'd me. Happy birthday, Mike. Oh, yeah. Chase Hoops' birthday was Saturday, and I was like, I got you. I got you. For sure. For sure. And I got up here, and we got distracted by something. So happy birthday to Chase. Happy birthday to Kyron. Um, I would love to have Kyron as a guest on this. Podcast. I wouldn't. We don't edit these episodes. We would have to edit if Kyron got on the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Kyron man has had, no filter. Kyron be wishing the craziest stuff on players, yeah. especially when he got a parlay or something. He'd be like, oh, I wish he just tears ACL. <laughs> be like, bro, what? The funniest thing is when he be needing a player to score, like he need a few more. But it'd be like 30-point blowout. He'd be like, can you please put him back in? <laughs> yeah. He'd be like, Kyron, the game is done, bro. Yeah. Four minutes left, they down 30. A TTWTour.com, ladies and gentlemen, we are coming to Denver October 24th, uh, right before ring ceremony, you know, before the Denver Nuggets get their rings. RSVP, completely free. Big event. It's not just a through-the-wire event. You will see inside the NBA. It's like a convention, if you want to call it that, for the season You're opener. seeing ring ceremony. Uh, I, maybe I have no idea, but we will be in Denver when it's we'll happening. We might be in a hotel room, but we will be uh, feeling that energy at least a little bit. So come out, uh, see our last official stop on this tour, like Seinfeld. What's what happened to Seinfeld? You know, no suit for you. Oh yeah, no ring ceremony for you. Yeah, no suit for you was big in NBA culture for like a year when people were getting blocks. One, yeah. one year. I don't know why, because that episode is 90s. I don't know why it came back, but it did. It did. Uh, let's talk about some preseason hoops. I, I, I don't know how oh, much y'all been locked. Shout out to State of Mind Clothing. My boy Rye and State of Mind sent me this jumpsuit. I'm, I'm really digging it. Um, they, what about the What about the hat? Who sent you the hat? Cody and Cole. Cody and Cole sent me this hat. Enjoy <laughs> basketball. Oh, okay, okay, word, word. <laughs> you weren't going to be on nothing. I, I put the word That's in crazy. and told him, don't send it to uh, Mike and Derek. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> I just got. How you would look with this on? It's a trucker. Mike hat. could wear a hat. I've seen Mike in hats, and it don't look too crazy. Yeah, Boy, it looked like Ice Cube. <laughs> 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 now, Derek, well, he got to adjust some straps. That's fine. Big head. <laughs> he got that. He trying to wear it like me. They can't even see the logo. <laughs> but you know what, Derek? I feel like you could pull off a hat. You just got to get the reps in. No blue HOH hat. Not the blue HOH hat. Not a dad hat. A snap or a fitted. I feel like you could get away with. <laughs> he doesn't look, That's that what I'm saying. Decent. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, why is it tilted, though? <laughs> why are you trying to be like T.I.? Yeah. My girl just got me a hat. There you go. That's how you need to rock. Uh, <laughs> Damn, he had to adjust it. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that big on me now? I'm trying to get the people to see how big. Say the word. We can get y'all a hat, man, if y'all really want the hats. I just figured that y'all wouldn't wear them. Because I wear, I'm I wear That's a very, like, you know, neutral hat. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. I like it. It's clean, though. Know. Thank you, but Derek. Your design? You came up with that? Oh no, 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 no! I have no artistic ability, <laughs> uh, but it's my brand, so you know. My girl just got me a hat. And I thought you were gonna say my girl got a girlfriend. Chevy Blue Light Whirlwind. Yeah, I was about to say that. Uh, Roscoe <laughs> bought me a hat, and I said <laughs> I don't wear hats. He said maybe one of the guys will wear it. What type of hat was it? It was a Bears hat. Uh, oh, okay. But I was because he said it's too big. He was he said it's too big for him, so he gave it to me. Oh, so fit it. Yeah. And you like, you take me if you were gonna wear a hat. 
football hat for sure. Yeah. Bears Nation hat. Big, I got, big dad vibes. I got one football hat. It's a Ridge Vision <laughs> Raiders hat. Mm-hmm. I had no desire to wear that Bears hat, by the way. You should pull up with it one time. Just pull up with it? Yeah. Why not? All right. What's the hat your girlfriend got you? Man? Oh, yeah. Ken, a Ken, a Kenneth Cole hat? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it was a Lakers. It's a Lakers hat, but the colors is, are kind of. That is very cute. Yeah, the colors are kind of crazy on it, though. And I was trying to tell them. Teal and red. That's it's like brown and teal. That, by the way, that is my biggest pet peeve. Listen, people do whatever they want to do. Do you. Whatever Pierre think don't apply to everybody in the world, I'm aware. But I cannot stand when I see a purple White Sox hat. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. a ye- bro, you wearing a yellow White Sox hat? Is that a yellow White Sox hat that you got on right now? Please I would take pull, that I off. would do that 100%. Please. I've mm. never seen a purple I've White I've seen a lot of girls that have, like, yeah, the pink come White Sox hat. I like that one. You say what? Maybe having, like, the pink White Sox hat. Well, that's oh, yeah, I've seen those, yeah. It's such a neutral logo that I feel like you could just put any color behind it and it'll, can, it'll yeah. look The one I have, it's like, it's like a brown, it's brown, so I have another brown hat. The You've worn that before, the brown hat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Lakers look like the Laker part is, it's like the Laker color, but the outside, like the, the marks around it is like teal or something like that. Okay. But it also, she had the option to get something like written on there. Uh-huh. She put her name on that, basically. For real? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what you mean, basically? If she put a nickname on there. Mm. Oh, okay. That's love. That that is love. That's very that's very cute. But yeah, that's just my biggest pet peeve. I'm I'm just such a like sports geek that mm. I know if you want to wear a color, there's every team has a colorway. But you got to think about it. If I'm a diehard White Sox fan, I got this red fit on. Yeah. I'm not putting on no Boston Red Sox hat. I'm just gonna find a red black White Sox hat. No, yeah, that's how my uncles think. <laughs> <laughs> that is very, yeah, that is very old 40, see, man. My uncle done came in with a black cub set. I'm like, bro, wear a white socks. <laughs> wear a white socks. Hat. Can't can't get rid of his affiliates. All black cubs had, like, just crazy. Do yeah. the Bulls have multicolored hats like Hell that, Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm sure every team and every, like, city or state that they're in, like, if we went to Minnesota, the Twins would probably have hats that are probably, like, purple. You know what I'm saying? Because it's yeah. like, this is this is our... Our city's team, so we just like KB said, people want to wear they fit, but they still want to rep their team, which is cool. But baseball hats, you have to—I don't know—it's just something baseball specific. I'm a baseball <laughs> hat wearing guy. It's hard for me to, you know, what I'm saying I'm—I wouldn't necessarily walk around with a Knicks hat. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't necessarily walk around with a Cowboys hat because it's not a part of the uniform. I don't know how to explain it, but yeah, I, I know right. what you mean. Yeah. Baseball players, I don't know. Baseball yeah. hats do hit different than like other sports. Hats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's like their logos were built to be on hats. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> Big uh-huh. as a uh, uh, Cowboys star on the hat. Watch out, man! <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I do want to. St- I want to get for my um my office um the little mini uh football helmets. Yeah. Oh yeah. Those look so. Those look so raw. Especially the college ones. We've seen Auction got a, a thing where you can get the signed ones. Mm. Um, and they, they're cool. They're cool. I've seen a lot of good ones. Uh, yeah, when I had got your jersey from Pro Jersey, I had seen a little thing. And I'm like, oh, I need to get some of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of the nicknames I was talking about, Drop the Mic is who or what are some of the best nicknames in NBA history? Mm. Skip to my Lou. Skip to my Lou as <laughs> Skip to my Lou. The Claw. The Big Fundamental. Oh, the, the Big glove. Fundamental. The Glove as well. Okay. The glove is nice. The glove. Yeah. I like a nickname that sound cool, but also fit the person yes. to a T. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the glove is a very, very good one because white know? chocolate. 
White oh, chocolate. Yeah. yeah. White chocolate is nice. What about some new era ones, though? Like, is there a Greek current freak? NBA? Fl- Greek Freak is cool. I don't like the com- the name time Greek Freak combination thing that Freak they've been time? trying to put. It don't... It, it feels too forced for me. You won't be seeing me saying, forced. oh, the Greek, the what is it, freak time pick and roll's been going crazy. Nah. The best nickname currently for me is Comp 10. That is so hard. Like no. that Comp 10, yeah, I know he's number 11. Yeah, I was going to say, Bulls, it's not as Comp 10. Raw anymore. I like I Brody. Brody's a good nickname for Russ. I like, I like La- that one. I like Larry Markinen's nickname. Well, the finisher? I don't like the, I like the marksman. Oh, okay. oh the marksman, yeah, yeah. Okay. But those but of those are really hard, who though. Who calls him the finisher? That is his nickname. That is literally his nickname. It is. I just don't. I just don't <laughs> like it as have much. Where you been? I, it is. I just don't like it as much. He's a Finnish born basketball player, and he be dunking on. Oh, them. okay. The, the best. <laughs> okay, that's crazy. Considering uh, you're a Bulls fan, you watched it for six years. Easy Money Sniper. Oh, that's it's not. Current. Did he give himself that nickname? He might have. He's all, he also better got than, Slim Reaper. It, it's better than a Durantula. Durantula's bad. Even he'll tell you Durantula's awful. Because it's not a current, but I like I always like the Matrix. Yeah. 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 Chef Curry is good too. That's cool. I I think Drake killed it. You know? Drake killed it. Chef Chef Curry Curry with the pop. Yeah, I was like, ah, that's fine. But like Go back to the baby face assassin. Oh. Do we does he still fit that though? He's 35. Yeah, he ain't got a baby face no more. I mean, you, you could probably make the argument, low key, that he still does, because he does not look like he's mid thirties still. Who who do who does in current time? Current, they don't they don't make the nicknames. They like don't they make they the nicknames. Yeah. yeah, everybody nickname is just a name shortened. Demetrius goes to Ja, Jason Tatum goes to JT, Jalen Brown goes to JB. That's so Devin that's Booker so boring. Goes to book. Yeah, that's so boring. <laughs> let's let's get some um the IT guy. The pizza man. The pizza, bro. The, pizza man. <laughs> the delivery you know, man. The deli- Give me those. The, PCM. Uh, the round mound of rebound. There's no <laughs> nickname that can compare to the round mound of rebound in current basketball. They need to lock back in. Shaq Diesel. You know, like the- half man, half amazing. Come on, that's man. one of the rawest ones, right there. Yeah. I was reading something that was saying I didn't get the chance to see the clip, but it was saying that Gilbert Arenas was saying that. Vince Carter should have been a much better basketball player. Did oh, y'all see that? Yeah, I did see <laughs> that clip out. You saw the clip? Yeah. What was he saying? He was pretty much saying that, like, he didn't really put his full effort in all the time. Like, he would he would have a good game, but then he'll be like, bro, you could do more. And, like, he would just be okay with what he was doing. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I kind of He said, like, his bag. Like, he had the mid-range yes. game. He could dunk. He Athletic, could handle. He, yeah. He, it wasn't really many holes in his offensive game. So, he said there was a lot. There was another level that he'd go to. From that standpoint, I can see. I, I don't. I don't want to be the one that was. That's it. Is Vince Carter wasn't putting his full effort in. <laughs> but I can understand from the athletic profile and bag. Like when you think about the player that Vince Carter was, I can. I could get what he was saying. You know, I think that's the thing. Also, with like dunkers, dunkers just get classified. I think that's why I was good with Zach Levine. Was like, yeah, I need the. I need the NBA to know I'm a hooper. Everybody looking at me just like this dunk guy. And I think Vince Carter kind of fell into that. When you think about Vince Carter, people just think about dunks. But Vince Carter was like a face of a franchise guy carrying teams mm-hmm. in the early 2000s, going head-to-head with, you know, everybody else. Allen Iverson and, and him had playoff battles. Um, so, yeah, Gilbert Arenas has been throwing some interesting stuff out there. I like I like I, him and J.J. are my two favorite people to hear talk about basketball as far as former players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cam Johnson, I know we talked, Cam Johnson, JJ had a good conversation. Gilbert Arenas just, 
I think Gilbert Arena is so real and like unfiltered yes. that he he draws you in, like because he mm-hmm. he's not gonna hold back on what he said. He means what he said. So I also respect his opinion a lot yeah, because yeah. he was a guy that um, he earned everything he had. Not, that's not to discredit anybody else, but what I mean by that is Gilbert Arenas was a second round pick in a time where second round picks weren't. Like now, we can name a bunch of second round picks that are doing a thing like Jokic, Draymond. You know, it's kind of like Paul more. Millsap. It's, it's yeah, Paul Millsap. It's more guys. It's more. It's more common now that a, a second round pick can pop versus in two thousand two thousand one when Gilbert came in. The thing that those dudes have in common is that they understand content. I feel like some people get into the the podcast game. It's not shot, obviously, right? And just because they like having conversations, which is cool, but they don't really think about like Gil. We'll have a normal conversation, but be like, this kind of dry. Let me add some more energy, you know, because he <laughs> understands that the camera's there and so on. So um, the the best NBA podcasts are the ones that un- understand content but also can talk their shit, and those two dudes definitely do that. Yeah. But I think I think the overall arching NBA pod, like, landscape, as far as, like, current player, former players, it's so much better than it was, like, a year or so ago. Way better. Yeah. And, yeah, so there's a lot of good pods out there. Jeff Teague is another guy that's a great storyteller. You saw that they just signed to, like, Club Shay Shay in the volume over there. Oh, for so real? So if you look at Club Shay Shay's feed, they have episodes of, of uh, um, Teague's podcast on it, and I just thought that oh, was wow. interesting. They signed Ink the Deal there. So the industry is always changing the stuff, and it's cool to see – um, some former players. But I want to talk about some preseason stuff. Um, we a couple days into it. I don't know how much y'all been really diving into. But last night we had Chet versus Wimby, Very which was as it was better than I even expected it to. Cause Especially for a preseason game. Exactly. You know, for a preseason game, it was amazing. Um, I think you might have made this point, and I just reiterated it on my, my, um, my YouTube channel, about, like, the death of the unicorn, right? No. Because we're seeing players like this come – to the league so often that if you look at these two dudes and what they're doing five, ten years ago, these things weren't being done. And it seems like, I mean, it's two drafts back-to-back. You got a seven-foot player with hand dudes that can shoot, that block shots and does crazy things. And I'm sure it's going to become somewhat, maybe not the norm, but obviously more normal Mm -hmm. than when Porzingis was drafted in 20. Whatever that was, fifteen. Yeah, both these dudes brought the ball up. Like this is yeah. this is crazy. The one thing I'll say that I took away from this matchup last night um, is Chet. Everybody is so you know the timeline was Vic, 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 Vic. Chet, Chet held his own, man. Chet yeah. held his own. Chet is a rookie as well, uh, as far as actual time on the floor. So I, I I was very impressed with Chet because you know Wimby Wimby has the hype. Wimby has um, kind of. The attention, and we kind of are. I don't want to d- diminish Wimby, but I'm expecting that from him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but Chad, <clears throat> you already know what to expect, right? Now. I, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what I'm saying he was kind of. It's not that I don't know what to expect, mm-hmm. but like what Wimby gave me, I I I, I that has to be it. Mm-hmm. Chet necessarily, I came into here like, man, he put Shay Giddy if he could just get him this and he can get him this. But if he's coming, like if yeah. <laughs> uh, but if he if he's if he's entering the league on this type of time where he can do the same shit Wimby if he can be as impressive as Wimby I think the Thunder are a lot more uh, and I know this is just preseason but it's just an example I thought that this was something that Wimby would dominate and Chet would just show different flashes but Chet kept up with the moments and everything so mm-hmm. I think that's that was a big statement this is one of the most Hyped up prospects Ever. entering the league, and Chet went toe to toe with him. And, and again, it's just a preseason game, but 
we I walk away from this game impressed with both at the same level. Yeah, I think both of them should. I think they both had great debuts. Um, makes you excited for regular season matches yes. where they playing four minutes and like you get to see them fully going at it. Because um, Chet, he came out and had fourteen like from the from the jump, and he was definitely pulling his own. Vic was blocking the the length of Vic is crazy because like when you looking <laughs> at him on the court. His ability to just cover up so much of the court is crazy. That it's going to be annoying. That man was guarding J-Dub on a perimeter, contested his, blocked his three, then they got the offensive rebound, and then he dug in on a Case and Wallace drive, poked the ball loose, and then dunked on the other end. All that happened so fast just mm-hmm. because he's so, like, long, and that shit was crazy, bro. <laughs> like, I know it sounds – You ain't know he was that big. No, I did. But, like, <laughs> watching him on the court, it's like – Damn, he is he is athletic. He's about to say he's long. <laughs> I can't right, he's say on a he's roll. long without it being a pause. You're I like, mean, you're yeah. Good. yeah, you're Do good. You? You're good. Yeah, you're no, on a roll. I ain't never seen a man that long. <laughs> I, y'all, y'all hit on a lot of good points. Um, I like to at least I kind of looked at like how their body was reacting and how they were moving because with these unicorns, you see how kind of like sometimes fragile they can be too. Yeah, yeah. And this was just a dead ball play because Chad had got the rebound. He was bringing it up court, got fouled or whatever. But he tried to do like a little flip shot just playing around. And he ran into Wemby and fell right on his wallet. I was like, okay. Big, I was like, Wemby, yeah. I was like, Wemby could stand his ground a little bit. Hey, bro, you are so old. Why? He fell on his wallet? You know why I said that? Because uh-huh. I'm not trying to curse as much. Oh, okay. Oh. You know, just give a little substitute sometimes. People, uh, also, I did see in the conversation, people think, us doing this swear jar thing is because like House of Highlights told us we no this is us being our own critics you know <laughs> this has nothing to do with the company yeah. uh, at all. Victor like, Romiyama also had a play in that game where he five years in he had a nasty <laughs> I wish one a would tell me. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. What did he say? No, I was talking about that and one that Vic had on chat that that was nasty when he drove by. He was his own time where he headbutted. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was funny that he tweeted it. Like, yes, I'm here for I'm here for Wimby, uh, Vic. I'm Wimby Vic. Wimby, I'm Chat. Wimby versus Chat. I did chat that yesterday. Oh, I was like, did. yeah, I just and I let that. it slide, but then I just did it. What did he say? I called it Wimby and Vic instead of Wimby and Chat. Yeah, I was in the party. I was like, I just watched Wimby and Vic. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm here, if they have a little little rivalry on court, we here for that. Yeah, they're gonna play each other four times a year every year. Might get some playoff appearances against each other down the line. They both well, seven the, foot yeah. and skinny and do this and that. So I'm here for it. And apparently, Victim put on twenty pounds. Yeah, which is funny because remember he was drafted or right before draft. He's like, we're not worried about putting on weight or anything. Uh, it's not what we're trying to do. We're just trying to continue to be. What do you say? Have my movements be free or whatever. And a couple months after being drafted, he's up fifteen and twenty pounds, just like that. And you wouldn't be able to tell. I ain't look at him like, dang, he look he looks right. strong. Nope. <laughs> just, but I think that'd be wait. the underrated part that people don't. People be thinking they're supposed to look at them different, bulkier. But a lot when you skinny and lift, they could just get that core strength. Because I think that's how KD is. Like KD don't look bulky, but when he came in skinny, um, he just got the core strength mm-hmm. can do a lot for a thinner frame. Because yeah, it's gonna be hard for them. Only Giannis is doing that. Giannis yeah. was one ninety when he came into the league. Now like he 250. is two forty eight. Yeah, oh my. that's too much. That's, <laughs> that's too much crazy. to ask of somebody. Yeah. To and it also took him a decade to get here. And their play styles are just so different. Yeah. I don't want Vic and Chet to put on Giannis type weight. Yeah, they're gonna be shooting like, like him. They they have, you said what? They're gonna be shooting like him. Oh, the ball get <laughs> ball yeah. get lighter. Yeah. Sometimes too much strength is a bad thing. 
speaking it's too much strength. Jalen Williams or J Dub, bro. It was one play. He went downhill. They just getting the ball. He went downhill like five possessions in a row. And I was just like, bro, that's a lot of man coming at you right put, there, put bro. Put back dunk. Yeah. Man, y'all having some moments right now. That's that's y'all create the moments. <laughs> y'all create the moments. I only do it for the for the video. I only do it for the video. Yeah, you get clips some content. Yeah. Um some other quick hitters. Your Lakers went against the Brooklyn Nets. Nobody really care about what the Lakers nah, right now. Nah, nah, nah. It's about it was about ten points in the first half of Ben Simmons, and I went back to look at his last year. How many games did Ben Simmons put up ten plus or double uh, digit points last year? Six. Six is the guess. Seven. Seven is the guess. I knew he had a week where he had like twenty, like I'd three say times. Eight. It was it was thirteen. Okay. Uh, Better than, but it's still not very good. Okay, of those thirteen games, how many of them did he have double digit points in one half? None. Okay, Two. None is a guess? It was one. All right, it was one. No. He had one game last year where he had double-digit points in the first half, and he did that in his very first preseason game. I also like that he was aggressive and wasn't afraid to get fouled, and he also shirt that one little flare that you put in the group chat where he tried to throw behind the back pass. He wasn't doing it last year. He just didn't have the confidence for he it. He is moving so different. Yeah. He's yeah. moving like Philadelphia. And mm-hmm. I, I wanted him to attempt a three, obviously. He might as well. It's preseason. It's preseason. Hey, he did it last year in preseason. Oh, two years ago in preseason. What I'm going to be, Derek? What you you about to be on the ass like a diaper? I am. (laughs) But I'm going to be very annoying. The last thing they want to see is Ben come back to form. I'm going to talk so much shit. You remember when... Remember when uh, y'all was saying Alonzo was supposed to be in the G League? No. I'm going to be on that type of These two, right? Yeah. Yeah. KB and Derek. (laughs) You don't got the energy no more, do you? I'm not even entertaining (laughs) that anymore. You know what else you could add? Every every piece of content we've ever put together is on the internet. So you can go see who was believing that about Lonzo. You ain't you know got to take his word for you it. You know what else you could add? I, I don't know what you're talking about. You know what else you could add? I don't want DJ Moore. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I would like DJ Moore now because, you know. Anyway, quick hitter. Ben Simmons look good. Another quick hitter. Um, the Suns had their very first game together. Yes. Uh, versus the, the Pistons. Went to overtime and so on and so forth. Booker, Beal, Durant. Efficient as ever. I'm not doing the math. They shot like 70% from the field in the minutes they played together. Looked pretty dominant. But on the other side of the things, Asar Thompson. I love me love me some Asar. You know what Stat the craziest sheet. things about this, Hello. though? Marvin Bagley? Definitely not. But we could talk Marvin Bagley, but that's not what I was thinking. <laughs> the Suns obviously played this like a preseason game, meaning that nobody got 20 minutes per, especially not the starters. You know, I mean, well – uh, you to watch Anabi play 30 minutes, but that's okay. You know, none of the starters play heavy minutes. Asar Thompson played almost 40 minutes. 38. <laughs> yes. yeah. Almost 30, 38 and 45 seconds. Almost that's, 40 minutes. He, he young. He, I was about to say, you know what? I, I got excited. for. I only watched the first half, but I got I got super excited when the game started. Devin Booker's bringing up the ball. Immediately, Asar Thompson is on him. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to have him for a assignment. Game. And Monty Williams was asked about it after. He said, honestly, I didn't even recognize <laughs> that he was playing so many minutes. And he hit the big shot going into overtime and stuff. But now we could go to Bagley because he finished with 25 and 7 yes. and, and 22 James minutes. Wiseman didn't even really play. Played um, 16, 16 minutes. 16 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, of course, they're battling right now for their backup position. And, again, based on one singular preseason game, I think you can make the argument that Marvin Bagley is better at the moment. Mm-hmm. He's uh, had so a better career so far. Like. Yeah. Marvin Bagley was a 17-point guy in his league, man. Yeah. He just, 
unfortunately, was drafted above Luca, Trey Young, and Jaron Jackson. Unfortunate that his front office laughed off the idea of drafting Luka Doncic because Marvin Bagley was better, according to them. So Marvin Bagley will always have that to his name because Luka's generational, and he is on his second team already. Uh, next quick hitter, we did get to see Porzingis play his first game as a Celtic. Also, Drew Holiday played his first game as a Celtic against the 76ers, and they looked as clean as could be for one game together. Porzingis looked nasty, man. Like, every he was just doing everything. He was dunking. He was shooting threes, blocking shots. He was looking very unicornish. Like, that's that's what he was doing. So Big Sacks Porzingis is back. Yeah, he just – he could give them another, like, dynamic to their offense. Like, they could play the pick and roll a little bit more. I know the Celtics, they do a lot of, like, I feel like they usually, like, create and let me pass out. Let me drive and kick instead of pick and roll. But they didn't really have that, you know, guy to take advantage of mismatches when they do want to switch all that stuff like that. And he did a really good job. He's of, legit, man. He's yeah. legit. One he nice move on. pick and roll and that pick and pop option. Like, you just have so much there. And then when you play him and Horford together, Defensively, that's just going to be so nasty because both of them are so good mm-hmm. defensively. And then he had a single suit where he had like a really big block. Like I said, with these taller guys, you got to see how they're moving on the open court. He had one dunk from Derek White that was like on three, four people. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, they need that. Yeah. Today's a big slate of preseason. Um, starting at 145 our time, Real Madrid is going against uh, Luca. Mm. So that should be fun. He used to play he for them. go crazy, yeah. Um, and this, the funny thing about this is this was announced, this game was announced right after Noah Lau said, like, world champion versus whatever, whatever. And people were like, oh, the NBA said, okay, we'll, we'll send a, a regular NBA team to go against your best team and watch us bust your ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we'll see uh, if Luka and Kyrie and them can do. I don't even know if they're both playing because it's preseason and stuff. Um, yeah, the Knicks played the Celtics last night and the oh, Celtics didn't play. Like, yeah. But Peyton Pritchard got his money in. Just been yeah, he was the hooping. Hey, he wanted a bigger role. Yep, he got there it. There you go. Band was hooping too, but yeah, you know, you know the Knicks do. Uh, Fournier was playing. Fournier, Fournier hit like three threes, I believe. Yeah. See if he get in the regular season. Shout out to Fournier. <laughs> Showcase this value for Buddy Hill in the Pacers. Uh, last thing for preseason. Tom Thibodeau play Buddy Hill though. I'm what? just I'm just talking. What? Tom Thibodeau would get fired if he don't play Buddy Hill. <laughs> uh, last thing. Kobe White looked pretty good. That's all. That's all the preseason talk. You know, we 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 on Kobe White Island, and he looked really good. Are you excited for him to be the starting PG? Uh, it's not official. It's just the first game, but he did showcase some playmaking chops. Uh, hit some oh, shots. Uh, took took some time. Yeah, but a nineteen year old point guard, the only, guard coming to the league. The only you know. fifty. Uh, that's that's all in the preseason. I feel like he's the best fitting one for the starting PG spot, unless you really just go with Caruso. Like fit wise, I just I hope like if Kobe, Kobe White, White start, they let him be Kobe White. Don't try to conform him into something he ain't. Cause he likes to score. Yeah, mm-hmm. let him just score. I'm more concerned about Patrick Williams, but we'll get to the Bulls. Don't no, don't be worried about him. He's high. All right, so today's episode, we're going through the biggest question mark for every single team going into the 2023-2024 NBA season. I'm very curious to see how y'all feel about every team and and what do y'all think the question marks are? What order are we going to just Chronological let's, let's order. Let's go conferences. Okay. Okay. Start off in the Eastern Conference. Uh, I'm going to go alphabetical order by city. What is the question y'all have for the Atlanta Hawks? Oh, Atlanta. This is the scroll. toughest one for me. Um, oh. My my question mark was the hit, hidden gem. And what I mean by that is when I look around the NBA, <clears throat> 
they they haven't found their hidden gem in my opinion. So what I mean by that is like who were the examples I, I had thought of? I, I can't remember, but they need somebody to come out of nowhere and play a big big part for them. Mm-hmm. I had some examples I should Like a Jalen Johnson or someone like just do he, more than expected. He him or like we look at the Thunder way different because J Dub was a hidden gem for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you already had Shea, you already had Giddy, then he just kind of propels into something. They 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 need that. And it could be Griffin, it could be Jalen Johnson, but they need somebody to to break through. And I put hidden gem slash development. I don't know if it's the d- development thing, but I just feel like they they need that um out of their roster. Because it's kinda like you look at their roster and it's like, what's they hold? They got Trey Young, got DeJounte, they got DeAndre. On paper, it's like cool, but these this last year something wasn't there. You now got rid of John Collins. You do have Sadiq Bay. Um so. I guess they're kinda hoping on a big jump from DeAndre Hunter. I mean, DeAndre Hunter's been solid, but he, he's all he seems like he's been the same player a little bit. Like he hasn't really taken a drastic jump from what he was. Um, Trika. That was that was my example. The Lakers have Austin Reed. Mm-hmm. Oh, this the Oklahoma City Thunder got a Jalen Williams. Um, the Knicks have a Quentin Grimes. Like these are guys that teams had to go find and develop. You're not always going to be able to go out there and make you know five or three big splashes. Some teams can, mm-hmm. but they're not in a position to do what the Hawks. I mean, what the Celtics did. They go get Porzingis and then we add Drew Holiday, and you know they, they can't do that. So they have to find within themselves somebody who can give them you know. Um, some strong impact and I look around the league Desmond Bain with the Grizzlies like you got to go find it if you can't really acquire it and I, I just feel like the Hawks they've been trying they they they, they missed out on the Cam Reddish shit Jason uh, John Collins obviously ain't paying out how they wanted that to be Aneka Kongwu was a lottery pick that we still haven't really seen play basketball KB said the last episode that's something he said he's just, he's, he just want to play just hoop. so they have to find that guy within them hopefully it's it's Griffin yeah or Johnson, Jalen Johnson, hopefully it's one of maybe Kobe Bufkin. I don't know, but they're going to need that to be the team that I think that they want to be. I feel like as a guard, though, as with Kobe Bufkin, it might be hard for him to really break through with the Hawks because, like, you're playing with DeJounte and Trey Young, so you're immediately handicapped. You won't be getting those that many minutes. Those two are going to demand 30-plus minutes a night, so it's going to be a little tough. If there. he could so, turn into a good bench piece, I don't think they'd be mad at that at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think if it was anyone, it would be A.J. Griffin or Jalen Johnson or either, like, DeAndre Hunter, some crazy. City. I would agree. Like, it would be one of the wings for sure. My biggest question was, uh, when would they let Double O get the starting uh, center keys to the team? Because, um, like, he has the versatility defensively to guard a lot of different positions. He has quick feet. He he may be a long size, but I think at some point he, you got to try to move on from Clint Capella. The idea of him is better than the the actual thing long term, mm-hmm. and Clint Capella yeah. just objectively has been better. Yeah, yeah. And for and a team say, that still, traded three first round picks, it's, having him you know come off the bench is still not bad either. Even with yeah. Clint Capella, like you said, Clint Capella has been really serviceable. Clint fit. I yeah, think that does. they they're probably looking at themselves like we want Anyeka Congo to take the spot, but we just not gonna give it away yeah. if he's not the better option for what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, what pick was Jaden McDaniels? Another example, just like. He was in the twenties, right? Yeah, 19 or twenty something. Like twenty, I thought he was a little bit later than that, but in the twenties. Um, my question for them is: Is Quinn Snyder the guy? You know, we've gone through Lloyd Pierce, Nate McMillan, and now Quinn Snyder as the head coach throughout the Trey Young era, and it feels like the way it's gone is this coach will give us one really good year, 
in a bad year, we're like, oh, yeah, we don't really rock with the man as much as we thought we would. And, of course, Quinn Snyder came in late last season, and they were 10-11 and 11 in the regular season with him there. And it's like, okay, we know Quinn Snyder can be a really good coach. We've seen it for a decade in Utah, but is he the fit alongside Trey Young? Because you could have made the argument after Nate McMillan became the coach that he was the guy, especially when they went all the way to the conference finals. And they just they need some type of stability right there. You know, Trey Young is their, their centerpiece but what's a centerpiece without a coach that you trust and you believe in full term? They paid him a lot of money to be the guy, but does he actually fit? Is yeah, my question. Can I, can I ask a question? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. How how many times do you ask that question before you start to say, "Is this is this team it?" I think this is the last one. season. Yeah. Yep. Because I think they didn't pay Quinn Snyder to fire him um, next year or in two years. Because with coaches, you still got to pay them that money when they get fired. It's only so many times yeah. I can look at the coach and say, is this the guy, before I start saying, hey. Yeah, and on top of that, I look back at the last couple of coaches they had. The Hawks always played the same. The defense might fluctuate depending on who they got, but it's like the offense has just kind of been like, usually it's just heavy pick and roll with Trey Young, which is a good option, but it hasn't been as successful as you probably want it to be. So this is, yeah, the first offseason with Quinn. Um, I, th- I I would assume it's hard to come into a, front, uh, a locker room and say, okay, we changed up everything, like, in the middle of the season. So he had a full offseason with the team, a training camp and stuff, and maybe we see them play a little bit differently. Maybe we see Trey Young um, do a little bit more off the ball is what people have been asking for his entire career because Quinn Snyder, never mind. I don't know. Because the, the Utah McMillan, Jazz was just kind of standing. We With Nate McMillan, we said the same thing because, like, it was a, at the beginning of the season, Trey Young was moving a little bit. And as the season go on, eventually he goes back to his old ways. So it's like, I don't know. Is that really the coach, or is that just Trey Young? Maybe a combination a of both. Because I, when you're trying to implement some shit new, and it ain't hitting how you want it to as fast, you also can't get too far down in them standings. So then it might just be like, hey, do that shit y'all like to do so we can, <laughs> we can win some games. Because we don't want to be seven games back, and now you're playing with your back against the wall the whole rest of the season. So maybe it could be both. I mean, I, I'm not saying that's what it is, but yeah. you know, I'm, that's possible mm-hmm. reality maybe. Yeah. Yeah, my question was, um, can Trey Young get his, like, three ball back? How he used to be? Because last year, I forget what injury he was dealing with, whether it was a shoulder or a wrist. I know it was something in his arm. But we all were talking about, like, how from, you know, just looking at him from a from a watch point, he just didn't look the same. And maybe that injury was kind of dealing with him. But he's had an off season to kind of recoup. So maybe he gets that three ball back, and he's a little bit more effective. I also had another question with it, too, but – after John Collins is gone, can we see, like, will there be any significant difference? Because I feel like they weren't using him as a scapegoat, but he was an excuse for a long time. We should see something different. I think you have two op- You have a couple options. Mm-hmm. I think they just go commit to being small. Yeah. Mm-hmm. DeAndre Hunter is the four. Um, and then you got Sadiq Bay, maybe, or Sadiq Bay is the four, or whatever. Um, because I, I don't know if Jalen Johnson is ready yet to be the starting power forward. So I think you can see that, or yeah, they just try to. Because I think if you do if you do start Jalen Johnson, he reminds me of like a younger right now uh, John Collins, except he's not going to shoot the ball nowhere near as good, but athletic for uh, who could probably he'll probably hang his hat on the defensive end a little bit better earlier in his career than John Collins. But hopefully they just go smaller and play with a lot more pace. Because yeah. I think Sadiq Hunter or Griffin, they should all shoot the ball better this year. Than John Collins was shooting. Like yeah, shit. and I'm not going to put it all on Trey Young because, yeah, a lot of them didn't shoot the ball well. That's why they ended up trying to get, like, Sadiq Bay. So, 
Yeah, I would love them to be one of the fastest teams in the league. I think they should be uh, like at the top of the league when it comes to pace. They have the the personnel for it, for yeah, sure. Yeah, facts. I, I had them in our last thing, uh, the superlatives, to potentially be the best offense in the league. Yeah. And that would be because they're playing at a very fast pace. Yep. Yeah. They're just missing that. Mm-hmm. They could play, they could be like the Suns. Remember the old Suns? Where yeah, yeah. He's kind of like the Steve Nant. They just don't have like a Sean Marion. They don't have a Matrix. They don't have a do-it-all connector. Swiss Army knife. Yeah, that connector. They need, they, yeah. they need, maybe Jalen Johns could morph into that, but I don't see that being Sadiq Bay. I don't see that being Hunter, and I don't see that being Griffin. I want to do one East, one West, and alternate between. Okay. Um, Let's get it. Dallas Mavericks. I just got to keep turning my page now. Uh, <laughs> for me, Dallas Mavericks was, can Luka – and Kyrie, like, defensively, can that work as a backcourt? Because mm. uh, the Dallas Mavericks, over time, has been a very good defense. But they've also had Lucas surrounded with, like, very good defenders. And Kyrie, we all know, isn't a very good, a plus defender. So, both of them in the backcourt together, it's a little, defensively, it's a, it hinders you. Offensively, you're crazy. You're going to mm-hmm. be great. But on the defensive side of the ball, it's not quite what Jason Kidd probably would want. Right. Jason Kidd is a defensive-minded coach. Mm-hmm. Kyrie a lock-in for you. Um, Especially if it's James Harden, <laughs> he's gonna lock in. Like James, but that's another thing because Grant Williams is pretty good defensively too, but he's not very quick footed too. So yeah, you, yeah. you know, he's more of a f- power forward. He plays four or five. He's yeah. guarding four or fives versus three fours. You Stocky know? ass guy. Yeah, you put mm-hmm. him on KD. KD's about the, about the feast more likely than not. Um, but yeah, it is a little bit different. Feels like sometimes the front office and the coaching staff have this like. They're going in different directions. Disconnect. Yeah, there's a disconnect there. But I understand it, right? We just want to put talent around Luka, and Kyrie is talented. But it doesn't fit exactly what Jason Kidd had built the identity of that first year where they did go to the conference finals. That team was a solid offensive team behind Luka, but they were a really good defensive team. And now they don't have the personnel to replicate that. So it's either can the personnel change a little bit or can we see Jason Kidd change his philosophies, which is not – relatively normal for a coach to change his philosophy. So yeah. um, that, that is a really good question. Side of the ball. Offensively, yeah. I think there's a little bit more wiggle room, but defensively, I'd be feeling like coaches be having their ways of how they want shit done. Right, right. Mm-hmm. My question, Mark, is any – I literally have everybody outside of Luka and Kyrie. Who can I depend on? <laughs> yeah. Who, who is yeah. who is somebody that's going to be reliable night in and night out outside of Luka and Kyrie? I don't know. Mm-hmm. On either side of the floor. I mean, Seth Curry will probably be a consistent shooting uh, option. Yeah. But how much can he play because of defense? Because of defense. the defense, Derek Lively. He, I like what he projects to be, but can, is he going to be able to be what I need this year? His first again, first game stop. He did not look very. Oh, Max. Good. He's also a rookie. Yeah. Um. But like when you tell me when you when you're talking to me about Tim Hardaway Jr., you're talking to me about um, Dwight Powell. The only the, my most trustworthy guy is Maxi Kleber. Mm-hmm. Because I know he's going to defend a few positions and he can knock down a case in a three-point shot. Yeah. But outside of that, like Josh Green is still like – Yeah, we want to see it, yeah. but can we see it full-time? Mm-hmm. My my question kind of revolves on what everybody said about just the defense. How good can they be? Because the, the offense, I didn't even really think about it as much as like the offense kind of being still a little iffy, even with Kyrie and Luka. Because in my mind, I'm still thinking like, at the end of the day, they going to do something. They going to carry you for the most part. But defensively – you can't give up 120 plus points a night, you know. Yeah. You just can't because that offense, you're gonna have off nights, you know. But yeah, my question is very similar to what P said. Mine was, uh, who's the third guy? Who's the third guy that we can trust? Um, and, and I'm just curious about the way this team looks like two years down the line, you know, because it's not a, a team that is very projectable, if that makes sense. Yeah, 
And I, I just worry about what Luca's feeling and, and the construction of the team. Because even in the – again, just preseason. In the two preseason games, it's like, damn, who here is helping? Yeah. I know Kyrie didn't play in the second one, but, like, it was Luca at 25 and the next person had 12. We're like, that's not sustainable. He can't drop 35 Same a story. night to win. Yeah. I don't want to see Luca looking like he's backpacking in preseason. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a long season ahead, and they want to be a playoff team. And we've heard, we've seen horror stories of, of a guy backpacking through the regular season and then breaking down at the end of it. And then in the postseason, he can't perform to his capabilities. And Luca's one of the best playoff performers we have in the league right now. So it's a lot. It's a lot of questions with this team. Yeah, gonna be a fun ass team to watch because of the top two dudes. But man. All right, next team is going to be the Boston Celtics. Uh, I had, are the Jays ready for the big moments? Because mm. uh, it seems like when the big moments do come, um, they're not the players that you're accustomed to seeing. I think um, they went down 3-0 to the, to the Heat. That's not something you would expect them to do. Um, they didn't look like the full sales. Uh, so it's pretty much just them being ready for those big moments in the playoffs. I know regular season, nope, they're both going to average 25-plus. They're going to give us good level defense. So it's just like when it comes to those playoff moments, are they willing to live up to it? I want to play devil's advocate here, but I'm trying to figure out how. Because <laughs> um, I would agree with you, going down 3-0 to an 8C, even though, again, the AC was really good. It's like, come on, bro. They were the super heavy favorite to win yeah. the series, and to go down that much, it, the, se- the series is over. Even yeah. though they ended up taking it a couple more games, it was – so, but they did fight back three games to uh, take it all the way to seven after going to the NBA Finals the year before. I just, yeah, I just look at the success level, and I just can't say that they haven't performed the big moments because you don't get to the conference finals or the NBA Finals without doing it. But again, I, again, I know, right? Like yeah. in the finals, Jason Tatum wasn't Jason Tatum that yep. we know and love, or even in the conference finals last year, didn't he go a stretch where he couldn't score in the first quarter or yep. first half? So I know what you're saying. There's been there's been a few moments where it's like they. There's another level that they could play at, and they just don't perform at it in the big moments. That's all. Mm-hmm. But maybe having Porzingis there takes that pressure off of them. Andrew, it, Andrew, yeah, yeah. Maybe having them two there in the locker room it it, it has alleviates some of that pressure because it is hard to do it. It's two guys. Now you got a big four essentially with Drew and Porzingis there. So now it's maybe a little easier. Mm-mm. There's big threes, and there's fantastic fours. Oh, yep, fantastic fours. Yep. yep. Are they the only Fantastic Four? They might have a Fab Five. Oh, they got. There's another Fantastic Four out. Might East. have a Fab Five. I agree with Mike. Depending on how you view, Derek White. Derek White is a uh, Derek White is up there. Yeah, he started that game over Drew, and I don't know if that was just because we feel more comfortable with him right now. Or you said there's another was, Fantastic Four in East. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, the Bucks. Yes, my bad. Yeah. I was not thinking about them, but we can go with that. I was trolling. Um, did Did you say your question? Um, my question was, um, I had actually two. First one, it's just kind Why of. Why are you doing so much work? Just because these I'm are just joking. questions that come to mind. But it's like, I felt like everybody was kind of critical about Joe Mazzullo last year and the timeouts. Does he learn his lesson <laughs> this year? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When he was on JJ's, he was talking, he was talking very candidly about like his struggles as a head coach. Yeah. Um, obviously going from a guy that was not expected to be a head coach and then right the day before training camp got the job you know um so yeah another year under his belt he should be he should be better mm-hmm. now yeah, he's funny know. for saying imagine if i was the number one seed that lost to the AFC. yeah he was a- <laughs> <laughs> and the other one it's just uh and this just came after like not seeing drew holiday start but it's just like how are they supposed to stagger these minutes because mm-hmm. five people you can probably always have at least two of them out there at, you know at, at least once it goes hand in my question the depth 
Mm-hmm. You look at the bench, it's kind of just like names. You not see Luke Cornett catch a lob yesterday? <laughs> I guess now. Y'all could have had that with y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, Peyton Pritchard get his bigger role now. Yeah, he can. He, what he, if yeah. Peyton Pritchard is actually well, – And they just gave him an extension. He looks good as a, a third-string yeah. point guard. Eric, where you be at? What? KB said that 30 minutes ago. Yeah, I did. Oh, shit. He pulled, he pulled the D-Mills. Sorry. There's a couple different things when I say pulling the D-Mills that it means. And I think we all know them. If I say you just pulled the D-Mills, you're probably like, yeah, you're right. When I ain't even questioning it. Mm-hmm. Like yesterday, <laughs> I think that Pierre pulled the D-Mills with our trades. He offered me a trade five minutes later. Or I'm sorry, ten minutes later. I said, accept it. And he was like, ah, actually, let me, I rethought it, and I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> you, made, you made the biggest mistake you should never make as GM. What's that? Letting me know my competition. No, I had accepted a trade well before that. Well before that. That was two hours later. What you mean? You sent me that trade. football drama. <laughs> you sent me that trade at 10 a.m. By 10-10, I respond and say, I'm down. And y'all could go look at the text. I, I was, seen him. I responded I, I five times. I've seen the message. I've seen no, no, the message. Yeah, when you started texting me, I was in the car. Mm-hmm. But at some point, I had saw. But that was already after you put your you took your trade off the table. Yeah. But then I, I didn't realize that you and, you and Terrence was. I didn't know what was really. I think I was looking at it as Terrence text. And then that was what you was asking for. So I'm like, oh, shit, hold up. That's what he asked. I'm gonna look back, bro. And then I was waking up to the messages, and I just I thought it was like an hour in between where he was like, I was in the car or something. Like I didn't see these. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he started resending. People at home, NPR were trying to formulate it. I had Josh Allen. Uh He wanted Josh Allen. We were trying to put together a trade where he got Josh Allen, and I got the depth at the running back position because that's the one that I needed. And we had formulated some stuff. I said I wanted these people. He's like, No, I'm not giving you this. But here's my counter. And I thought about it for ten minutes. I said, Your counter is great. Let me accept. And then he didn't see the messages for like an hour. And then by the time he did see it, he had rethought it and said, Nah, that's not a deal I want to do. And then I went to the competition to say, Okay, Josh Allen still available, boys. And Terrence sent me a fucking, maybe the worst trade. Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. I'm not responding to that part. Okay. There's a part where I thought that was early in the morning. I think I woke up to it. Mm -hmm. Where I saw the names Montgomery, Fields, and something. And it was uh, 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 the guy for the the commanders, the receiver for the commanders. Terry. Terry, yeah. You put that text in there? Yeah. I was under the impression that Terrence put that text in there, so I just ignored it. Mm. But some point I went back and saw you was telling him you wanted that. So yeah. when I saw that, I said, "Why the fuck I gotta give him this? Because <laughs> well, that, that trade we just fucked him." No, it's not. Well, Justin Fields was in it. That was the replacement. Justin Fields is quarterback five right now, and jo- Josh Allen's quarterback two. So I'm like, I'm picking up David Montgomery as a steady running back, a solid receiver, and then quarterback five, and just giving up quarterback two. That felt like cool. But he countered and asked for two of my weapons, and I was trading for a weapon. I need weapons, mm-hmm. so it's like. Yeah, can't do and it. And then I also saw, which made me kind of was like, oh, yeah, I def- you can see other trades mm-hmm. when you're proposing trades. Yeah. I saw that you and Mike had the Brock Purdy deal. Yeah. So I'm like. Thank you for that, by the way. He already got Brock. I, I, hell no. I don't have to give him four for one. He got a quarterback already coming. Oh, no, no, no. Hey, if I would have been able to pull up both of those trades, I, you'd be you should have waited on my deal. Amazing. Huh? You should have waited on my deal. What's your deal? Because he wouldn't have seen you getting Brock oh, Purdy. Oh, we can't control that, really. But yeah, I, I mean that you. ain't really the end all be all. The main right. thing was the package from Terrence. Forget all of that. No, Derek, o- Derek over there like trying to ignore the conversations. We about to get to him. Okay. So because I didn't fantasy I didn't nec- football corner in the middle of nothing. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking. <laughs> I about. also didn't necessarily hold off on your deal. We was going back into the conversation. We were. 
But I was driving, going to get my hair retwisted, yeah. and I said, hold on. And then Derek snaked me. He said, you said Brees Hall? Derek snaked me and stole my trade. And the thing I would say about Derek is since the day we was in here drafting, he's been on me about Brees Hall. He said something about Brees Hall. I love Mike Evans. That's my favorite wide receiver. So I was like, man, you Brees Hall, Mike Evans? Mike Evans started killing. Brees Hall was slowly uh, getting back into the program for the Jets. So obviously Derek ain't, ain't want to do that deal. So then yesterday he saw KB saying Brees Hall has to be in a deal. I said, ain't no problem. Derek says, I like Brees Hall. <laughs> I say, uh, yeah, but KB has Josh Allen. He says, I got Lamar Jackson. I say, well, KB is trying to trade Josh Allen. Let me rephrase. He's trying to trade Josh Allen. I know you have Lamar, but he's trying to trade him. It's a big difference. Derek said, I know. I said, oh, so what's going on? I said, you know what? Because I know Derek likes to play. I'm going to send you a trade. Your reaction is going to tell me everything I need to know. He responds, Anthony Richardson hurt. I say, yeah, he don't have to be in a deal, though. I just I just thought you would want him back if you're giving me Lamar. He's going to be hurt, but he ain't out for the year. I'm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's top six what quarterback. What is it, questionable? Or is no, that he's out? out for a few weeks probably. Oh. Yeah, but he was getting his shoulder evalu- evaluated, second opinion. Derek was under the impression that that meant he might play. I called Derek and let him know straight up, listen, I don't want you to think I'm finessed. You can know, listen, Anthony Richardson is going to be out. I, I would oppose to three for three weeks. If, if just using my brain, I don't expect him to come back for eight week to week eight. He don't have to be in the deal. I just assumed that you would want him because when he do return, he is a guy that can put up some numbers because of his legs. But I have no problem keeping Anthony Richardson. I I have been asked about him all year, so I would just move on from him. I completely told Derek that. Derek said, "No, no, 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 no. I'm just saying." I, I'm like, okay. We going back and forth. We was on the phone for how how long you think we was on the phone? We can look. No, you can't look that up. Um, let's see. We they was caking on the phone. They was caking. Derek's Derek, feet was kicked up. Every time bro, I, I called Derek. This man has a do rag on. The green one? Yes. Twenty seven <laughs> we was on the phone for twenty seven minutes. Damn. Do rag. That's like on. real GM stuff. Yeah, we was going back. Because we start we'd have a deal and then Derek would say something and I'd be like, bro, brother, relax. Can we can we tell the people at home what the deal is? And I, mean, I can read I can read it. I have read it in front of me. Oh, you got it. Yeah. Um, Pierre received Lamar Jackson, Mike Evans, Derrick Henry, and Travis Kelsey, and Derrick received Anthony Richardson, um, Christian Kirk. That's his name, right? Yes. Uh, Debo Samuel's, T.J. Hawkinson, and Brees Hall. We'll leave it there and get back to basketball. You let us know in the comment section who won that trade. Well, I mean, I I definitely won the trade. Pierre won. Okay, the trade. how much did Pierre win the trade by? You have to put the other context in there. Too. No, no, I understand. I just, I want the people at home. I just want, I just want the people to know because the league, KB and a, and a lot of the league, I don't know where Mike was. Mike ain't say a word. Yeah, but Mike was sleep still. KB, probably. Terrence, and Mason had a lot to say. The only points I want to be known. I was if, also, bo- I was getting my hair twisted and I ain't had shit to do. So no, I, was for just sure. talking to you. I probably would have reacted the same way if it wasn't me. That was my main point. Everybody who it ain't going to react away. But if you put it into the trade value, it's not it's not bad. Yeah, you know, I did it too. Yeah, it's not bad. It said it was a fair trade. That's yeah. a, you that lost w- the trade technically, but it's about six points. So it's yeah. like you take a chance here, he take a chance there. The other content I wanted people to know, because apparently you said something on Twitter because people started yeah. tweeting me. The upside in P's deal is better. He has Travis Kelsey now. Yeah, yeah. Number one thing, the main thing, because Mason called me a master manipulator. <laughs> Derek reached out to me. I was talking to this guy. He hit, he hit me up. 
I didn't go to him and fish for nothing. He literally hit me up. That's number one. Second, he's 0-5. He has to do something. He had to take some well, type of shot. 16 by the end of some type <laughs> yeah, of chance. I think he's going to be over 16. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Who you got this week to kill I, I, I think he, I think he, I genuinely think he's going to be a little bit better. Because I think Brees Hall is not running back 81. Brees Hall unleashed is quarterback. I mean, a quarterback. He's running back fucking 10 to 5. Unleashed. They have, like, projections in this app that I use. You are projected to lose to John this week. That's because I don't have a quarterback in the lineup right now. Oh, he's, I'm still It's still going to be close. Even <laughs> with that quarterback. <laughs> he needs to be – do you play Kyron? Or have you played him already? Uh, have I played Kyron? Kyron has a win. He might have you just need, He needs to be trying to be <laughs> getting hot. He needs to be trying to beat – like, John is tough because he has two. So, I lost to John. He also he has uh, Travis Etienne, who's been really, really yeah, good. Especially last week against the Bills. Man, 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 man. But yeah, we were, we was we was on the phone. He's up. got eight chan. John's team's not bad. He picked that up because of the waiver wire. Yeah, yeah. got lucky because I you said he would pick up eight chan. Uh, oh. that's why. To be honest with you, that's why Derek, Kyron, and Smalls aren't on shit. They they don't. It's they a don't, chain, by the way. They don't have a waiver wire. I don't know how true that is. I would it, just watch them play, and they were pronouncing it that way. Because like DeAndre Swift. You yo that oh okay that's good that's a good one but your wide receiver game should have been a lot better but you held on to Juju and Odell for weeks. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No why. reason you ain't have fucking Michael Wilson or uh Williams from the Lions who came back from suspension like you had a lot of people you could just take some chances on. But anyway, we was talking about Boston Celtics. My Boston question Celtics. for them um was uh can the center core keep up? Whether it be through the injury or OH, they're, they're pretty they're pretty thin there. If one of them misses time, uh, reasonable. So yeah, that's that's it. Yeah. I think we have to not start flying through these, but just going a little bit yeah, faster. That, but that's why I was kind of like surprised they started Al Horford because just like I thought that was the backup. You know, and I had Luke Cornette back playing minutes. Yeah, but it is preseason, so but he did catch a lob though. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> the Denver Nuggets is our second Western Conference team. What are the Bru- questions? Who is Bruce have? Brown replacement? That was literally mine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We are pretty much on the same page on that one. Because <laughs> my question was, who on the bench will take the step? You know? oh, I was th- oh, actually, I had just found it. Can they handle being having a target on their backs? Um, just like, I feel like throughout the regular seasons, usually the Nuggets are like this under-the-radar team that's good. But, like, once you win a championship, now you're going to get everybody's best effort on a night-to-night basis, on a consistent basis. Mm. I'm laughing? <laughs> I'm laughing? To do that, to do that at the end was. Oh, I don't know. I was laughing because... <laughs> We was like, yeah, like we all agreed. And he said, oh, I just found it. <laughs> uh, I don't want to just leave it at that, but th- this is one of the scenes that doesn't have many question marks because they're coming off the yeah. championship. So we can't leave it. Yeah, because you won. You know what I'm saying? You won. Next, the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, what version of Ben Simmons are we getting? And can Claxton consider, con- continue to improve? I think you, those, are the, those are the two big questions. You know my question is Ben Simmons. Mm. I feel like everybody had Ben Simmons. Nope. So I- because I knew y'all were going to have this. Gonna, yeah, I put Mikhail. That's why I put Claxton in there. I was going to say the consistency from uh, consistency from Mikhail and what he was doing last year, but just seeing how he'd be taking shots and how he can make some, he got it. He the, got it. The Claxton one is interesting, Derek, because as weird as it is, his offensive game getting better would would improve his defensive 
statue, statue. Oh, like it, statue. Yeah. it would put more yeah, eyes statue. on him for like the defensive. Yeah, because he deserved to yeah. be an all defensive player. Yeah, facts. And he just wasn't, and that's partially because of the the trade, and then falling off a little bit. But if he can average ten points per game, it open eyes a little bit more. Goes back to my point with the Hawks. This is another guy who was a gem for them. Yeah. When no. was he drafted? Twenty nine. Ask Derek. I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember when it, where he was. I thought I you like had your, was, your Nicholas Claxton jersey I on. I feel like he this was drafted. before COVID. It was because we yeah, went to see the, him play. Yeah. 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 Uh, my question is okay, where do they sit amongst the teams in the Second Eastern round conference? pick. First first pick of the second round. First 30, pick, second round. First pick. Wow. A gem. Uh, just because last year, after the trade, they weren't great, but because they had built up so many wins beforehand that they stayed. Outside of the play-in, you know, and then they got to the playoffs and got swept by the 76ers. Shout to Katie and Kyrie. Yeah. Um, so my question is, okay, we see this team. You you paid Cam Johnson and so on and so forth. Where do they kind of fall amongst the hierarchy of the NBA? Are they a 500 team? Are they above 500 team? Because if you convince me that they're above 500 team, I think that that's possible. Yeah. If you convince me, if you tell me that they are a 500 team, I think that's cool. If you tell me they're below 500, I'd be like, that makes sense as well. I don't know where they sit. I think it all depends on what version of Ben Simmons you're getting. Um, if Ben Simmons is playing at an all-NBA, all all-defensive type of level, or even, at, even just at an all-star level, I think you're getting a team that's above 500. If he's mm-hmm. playing like the Ben Simmons we saw have an injured back, he's not really being aggressive, now you're looking at a team that's probably below 500. So that's probably where I gauge it. I mm-hmm. agree with you. I think you fall in the standings kind of like how you did last year. Where you're kind of like around the Knicks and around the Hawks and like Tor- Toronto, I don't. You're not in that upper echelon. Oh, like in the Bulls. Yeah, like that. I don't know why you're, you're not in the they upper were, echelon. They were two games but you the Bulls last year. It's like they're not seven, gonna be there this it's year. It's like oh, the okay. seven to ten seed area where mm-hmm. you can see them be. playing range. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Which uh, they could definitely give a team trouble in the playoffs if the matchups are right. Warriors. I'm very intrigued and interested. I in what's said, can here. Moses Moody and Kaminga give them something off of the bench? Mm. I said, who sits? CP3 fit and who sits? Because Chris Paul, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, Draymond Green, Kevon Looney. Somebody got to take a seat. For <laughs> me, it would be Chris Paul, but that's just me. Did you, like, did you watch that first preseason game? Yeah, he was good. Oh, okay. But I would still love him to come in with the second unit and do the similar shit. Mm-hmm. He can't do the similar stuff. He ain't got no Steph Curry on the second unit. Make Kaminga better since you make everybody better everywhere you go. <laughs> Kaminga has been pretty good, though. Yeah. Um, did, you, did you say yours? Uh, mine was is is Father Time going to catch up to the big three this uh, season? Because we mentioned earlier, Steph don't look like he's thirty five. At least he definitely don't play like it. Clay Thompson, you can see, is kind of getting up there. Draymond, you still got to wonder about him. And I mean, that's that's their big guys. So you got to need them at full effort if they want to have their like championship aspirations still. Yeah, Bob Myers is gone, and now Mike Dunleavy Senior's in, and he made a good amount of changes this first year, um, where when they won the championship and post that, they were trying to straddle the Steph Curry timeline and this young timeline and let them mesh together. So when Steph Curry and them are done, we now we got Kamingo, Wiseman, Moody stepping into a pool. And now they've kind of abandoned both timeline things. Like they still do have Jonathan Kamingo, who I'm assuming is going to play a big part. But for the most part, the guys that they invested in, the number two overall pick in James Wiseman in the what 29th, I don't remember what Jordan Poole was, but someone along the lines – He's he's gone, and they replaced him with a thirty-seven-year-old point guard. They replaced him with another thirty-five-year-old dude, and and Rudy Gay and Dario Saric, who's thir- like they changed up their entire team in a sense that they are really, really on the Steph Curry timeline, which could be really good because yeah. the Steph Curry timeline is the one you should focus on because he's still that damn good. Uh, so so the question is, was it worth it? Will it be worth it? 
We shall see. We shall see. Um, we shall see. The next team is going to be your Charlotte Hornets. Can they just have a normal season? <laughs> that, that was my thing. No headlines, just yeah, ball just, play. Just play basketball. Just a normal season. <laughs> they already didn't do that. Yeah, yeah. It's already over with, man. It's already over They got a player request and a trade via tweet. The, the worst part about all of this, whether it be Miles Bridges, James Booknight, Kai Jones, is it takes away from how good LaMelo is. It does. <laughs> Like people, I don't think people realize. I mean, I'm sure we up here do, but people at home might not realize how crazy good Lamelo has been in his young NBA career because the Hornets haven't been able to achieve anything. He came into that team and turned them from a team that was outside of everything to a playing team two years in a row, and they got their asses beat every single year. But then we see when Lamelo's not there, like, damn, is this going? Is this team good enough to win twenty? That's the impact that Lamelo has, and because the people that they've invested in and have their own off-court stuff. It's like, man, will we ever see a team where LaMelo has some help? Really? Yeah. And I thought they was going down the right path because Terry Rozier's a good NBA player. Gordon Hayward was a good NBA player. Um, but Mason, Mason Plumlee, Plumlee was, was good. good. But yeah. it's like, uh, good enough to be maybe 500. But Brandon Miller has a lot, not a lot of pressure this year, but a lot of pressure in general as a top three pick to be a guy that fits alongside LaMelo Ball. Yeah, that was you my question. Yeah, youth the youth performing because they need like him and Mark Williams have to give them something. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I feel like with this youthful team, you don't want all these distractions because I just feel like it's with a youthful team, it could become like cancerous. It could just like spread real easily. So like, just everybody got to be locked in and focused. Yeah, my my question was, what is the goal? And y'all basically was hitting on it. It's just like, are y'all gonna try to be like at least decent, like for y'all standards, or is y'all gonna develop more so on the youth? Because Brandon like. They don't have really many tools. Like, I can't imagine them being higher than, like, maybe 11. Yeah. You know, so it's just like, would you want to take some of this time to develop and get, you know, the chemistry with LaMelo and Brandon Miller and Brandon Miller, like, you prioritize that instead of let's play these guys, like, other uh, these older guys 30-plus minutes. Right. Next team, Houston Rockets. Um, I was, I was more so curious on, like, Eme wants to come in and compete, and I was more so like, do they really even have the pieces to compete at a high level? Because mm. I know Eme is a team, that, uh, a coach who who emphasized competing, and that he didn't come here to rebuild. But also, when you look at that team; they're also very young. They have a lot to learn. They haven't even had a taste of success. So, like, I don't even think that team is ready to compete at a, compete even for like a playing spot. Yeah, I, I was asking like, how quickly can they put it together? Because I think with all these moves that they kind of made. Obviously, their goal is they want to be better. They don't. They're tired of being at the bottom of the standings. So it's just like, how quickly can you put that to fruition? Yeah, but I think it's baby steps. You just can't go from a team that was always getting a top three pick to now just in a play in. I think that their uh, their goal with competing it doesn't necessarily mean jump to forty wins. Because a lot of games last year, they had one of the worst point differentials in basketball, meaning that they were just getting blown out. They were they were getting to the game and getting smoked. Yeah. And I think we're adding Fred Van Vliet, Dylan Brooks, even Jeff Green, who might not play a ton but is there to help the culture. Absolutely. That's competing to them. If they can go from a, what, tw- what did he win 22. last year? 22. If they could go from 22 to the 30. 32? Even yeah. just 30. I'm looking at – That's so a successful season for them, even though they don't own their own first-round pick, which sucks. 32 but. wins would have them back still at the 14th seed. Mm-hmm. That's still a lot of progression, though. Yeah. Who has but their I, pick, OKC? What did um, you say? I think OKC has their pick. Yeah. But just look at – It might be protected slightly. I don't remember exactly, but – Looking at the bottom feeder teams, like, 
they can be better than the Spurs. They the can't. Blazers. Did you, did you see Wimby? I don't know. No, they can't be. I'm joking. Yeah, they, they can't can be, be, but for they sure. can still be. Well, the top teams, then it's a it's a for sure no. So I'm trying to give them. <laughs> yeah, they can. They some. definitely can be better than the Spurs for sure. Uh, the Blazers. They can be better than the Blazers. Jazz gonna be tough. It would be harder. Yeah. And then I mean, it goes to like OKC, the Pelicans, and all these types yeah. of teams. Yeah, so no. it's like they would have to get some really good. You have to be better. Yeah. Them. You have to have an amazing year to not be the 13th yeah. seed. Yeah. Honestly. But I think we can all agree that they have some really. On players that we anticipate. Do. I really can't wait to watch uh, a man. Yeah, um, yeah, and Jalen Green. Jalen Green had some big quotes come out the other day about the pressure on winning being on his shoulders as the guy that was drafted the highest of the bunch and he's ready to take the role as a leader and stuff. And I think those are, I don't know how real those words are, Yeah, but if that's what he truly believes on the inside, I, I, I think this team should be significantly better last year. Luckily, the leadership thing, I think Fred Van Fleet has shown that he's – at least from the clips I've seen, it seemed like Fred's being very vocal. He went out there and got them. Like, in your pocket, huh? He got them, like, care packages and everything. So it seems like Fred is really taking on, like, a big leadership. He better get us care packages. Mother. You make $40 million that this That was year. my question. Just vet, how much can the veteran presence stick? But, yeah. Yeah, he better. Yeah, some. I'd have been like, this it? <laughs> <laughs> right, just some, some, what was this, some headphones? Uh, chop wood, carry water book, headphones, I think. They weren't even a hardcover. They was, so. Yeah, what <laughs> Uh, next is the Chicago Bulls. Can we get some Amiris? This one, <laughs> hey, I ain't gonna lie. Imagine. When the Bulls came up, I was low key mad because we already know the number one question is when they gonna move on from what they got. Yeah, but I have put down can one can either Kobe White or Patrick Patrick Williams give us not yeah. us but give the Bulls oh, some hope. You can guess, you can say us. We can, we accept yeah. you as a secondary fan. And give us some hope. Okay. Yeah, mine was more so like what do we expect in front of young guys? Like what's mm-hmm. the next step for the young guys? Because I feel like it is hard to develop as a young guy with Zach Vooch and Zach Levine, so it's kind of hard to really get in. But you gotta. It's did you say Zach Vooch and Zach Levine? Vooch, Zach Levine, and did I not say? DeMar- you said Zach Vooch and Zach Levine. Yeah, I can tell you one of the young guys that's not giving us nothing. Who? Dalen Terry. Oh, holy fuck! Did he look really bad in that preseason game? I ain't watch it, but you. Hurt my heart. Yeah, he didn't. You know how you we don't expect him to be Scotty Pippen, but look somewhat better. Yeah, I, I hope that was just the first game because damn, <laughs> I just got figuring out the PG and Patrick Williams. You know what bothered me about that preseason game watcher? What Patrick Williams? I'm looking. I'm talking to you. We all know you can shoot threes, gang. We know you can catch and shoot. Show us other stuff because he was late through in the game. Catch a, he had a bank shot because there was one second on the shot. Like, he was catching and shooting like crazy. Put it on the flow. It's a preseason. Yeah. Put it on the flow. Try to dunk on – he did once and he turned it over. But do that more. I'm okay with some preseason turnovers. Try to get into your bag, especially because DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine and Vooch didn't play in the second half and it was you. Go do that. You are the fourth – one of the fourth five starters. So I think he's also probably feels a little timid because he is so used to playing with them. So that when he is put in those situations, it's kind of like, oh, shit. Now I got to do it. No. Oh, well. Uh, is that it for the Bulls? Yeah, for <laughs> okay, me. Okay, great. Uh, Clippers. Oh, oh, boy. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. Health. Can yeah. I get y'all some stats that I, I brought up on my podcast the other day? Um, I did this research myself. Yeah. So, shout out to me. The Clippers. When are you going to have us as guests at your podcast? <laughs> 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 my Candy Beach and Podcast featuring Through the Wire. Uh, I'm coming. I'm coming on there like Lil Wayne. <laughs> 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 uh, 
so since the Paul George Kawhi Leonard era has started, the Clippers have played 37 playoff games. Pretty good. They have a conference finals appearance and so on and so forth. They collectively, both of them suited up, not one or the other, collectively suiting up out of those 37 games, they've only played 23 together. That's awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's 62%. And for the people at home to give that, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Some reference or, or across the league, in the same time frame, the Boston Celtics Big Two or Dynamic Duo in Tatum and Brown have played 46 playoff games together, 41, which is 89%. Anthony Davis and LeBron have played 98% of the playoff games together. Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler, 94%. And these are the two teams that are low, and y'all tell me what these teams have in common. The Jokic and Murray combo have played 72% of playoff games together because obviously Jamal Murray missed a big time with the injury. And then Giannis and Chris Middleton have played 70% of playoff games together. But what do those two teams have? They have a fucking ring already. Yeah. So you okay with that? Yeah. While the Clippers don't have that type of thing, they don't have their NBA championship to say, I mean, yeah, we might not be healthy now, but you remember in 2021 we got one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I mentioned this, I think, on last episode. This is the least excited I've been for Clippers ball since they've been together because I'm I'm tired of getting my hopes high for this mm-hmm. combination. And hopefully this is the year that they do it, right? This is the year yeah. that they, they make it done, but it ain't pretty, man. Yeah, my thing was just, will they take the regular season seriously? Because, like, it's been a lot of talk of them actually taking it seriously. And, like, I think Paul George and Kawhi are even being annoyed a little bit with them being, like, the pretty much like the examples of low management. They feel like the league is using them as that. As that. So, like, I'm excited to see them actually take it seriously. And hopefully we do see them go through a full season where, like, they actually healthy and we get to see this full unit together. Because, honestly, on paper, when you look at Kawhi and Paul George, they should – have a ring in this time that they've they been should, together. man. At they least a, a finals appearance. Yeah, they made it hard on themselves because the, the West only got better. Yep. And then they yep. blew a 3-1 lead to the Nuggets in a bubble. So it was like... When they first got together, the West yeah. did not look like this. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and I don't want to shut the door on anything, but it feels as though their window might have closed. Facts. Because, um, like, with the West even getting better, it's like, you didn't get better. They kind of... That team, that roster has pretty much kind of just been the same. With like a few role players coming in and out here and there. And they kind of pissing me off how much they pressing for James Harden. If you could get him, get him. But they kind of like they're desperately trying to get him. But they also said they're not improving their offer just because there aren't any other buyers. Yeah, why be it against yourself? Yeah, so they're they're just kind of waiting on the. They they also don't really have shit to really. They you know what they gonna what the options is. They not gonna trade Kawhi Paul George. Well, they don't also don't want to trade Trey Mann. Terrence. Yeah, I, Terrence. I, I'm not Terrence, Terrence man. My bad, yeah. <laughs> but you know Norman Powell, Marcus Moore, that you, you, we know what this finna look like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's that's obviously the number one question. My question was just like, is Russell the point guard they've been kind of missing over the years, assuming there's health? They always need that guy to do that's going to get everybody involved, especially when the ball kind of slows down and you're relying on, like, Kawhi taking those crazy shots or PG. Russell could still get the job done in terms of, like, hey, I can get Marcus Morris's bucket. I can get whoever, you know, he can still get everybody involved. Next team, Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, Oh. This was more so to the fact that, like, when we saw them in the playoffs, like the spacing, like it was an issue. I was wondering, can that too big lineup actually work when it comes down to it um, with the spacing watch? Just because it is a little clogged. You saw the Knicks kind of scheme against it where they kind of weren't guarding Evan Mobley, so they kind of just clogged the paint. Is that some 
that can become an issue for them in the future. Mm-hmm. Unless well, Evan Mobley does consistently hit the corner three and make you respect him. Yeah, I mean, mine's kind of around that, too, because it was just like, who's the three that's going to stick out? Yeah. And preferably, like, you need the defense, but you also need the spacing. Like, you need that three to be able to just shoot. And that's why I really like, um, you know, them picking up Max Struess. Because he's had a lot of – he first um, – He's not no big name, but he's had a lot of crazy, like, big games. Yeah. In turn, and it's been in the playoffs, too, so I feel like he could be really amazing. But it's just, like, the offense, I feel like in the playoffs, it was either Donovan Mitchell or Darius Garland. There was no both. I feel yeah. like them together both as they should be, like, on, they got the offense. The defense, they that's what they need with having two small guards. My question is similar, just the three. Mm-hmm. Is Max Schroes the perfect fit for them? Or are they gonna feel like they lack in the perimeter defense? So, L.A. Lakers, who outside of AD and LeBron is like, can you trust when it comes to playoff time? You for real? <laughs> I feel like we one of the deepest teams. I feel like in the playoffs though, y'all, it was just pretty much AD and LeBron. Austin Reeves had Austin Reeves and Rui. Rui was turning up. Rui, Rui had his best stretch in the but playoffs. It seemed like but it Austin wasn't Reeves, like a, was it seemed like it was like. Y'all were, it was like y'all role players kind of taking turns where it wasn't like a, a consistent third guy. Like, who's <laughs> going to step in and be that consistent third guy? For it looked like Austin Reeves in the playoffs. I think they believe in Austin Reeves. Yeah. Um, my question was more so kind of – Eric said he needs oh, to be perfect. You know what's funny? That wasn't Churdoms. No. I said can they not be the 27th best three-point shooting team? Okay, that's okay. a lot better. That's a I, very that, – that's much better. That's question. much better because I had the so perimeter shooting. So where did this shooting. other question come from? I don't know. That's for another team. I – <laughs> yeah, the perimeter shooting is what I, I would put yeah, too. Yeah. That was my question. I think Anthony Davis kind of falls in that too because he's been just shooting the ball so poorly. It feels like, but having D, uh, D'Lo, who they resigned, really good deal, and they have him starting too next to Austin Reeves, who can knock it down. Rui's been able to stretch the floor. Um, they even played Torian Prince, who I feel like they're gonna value his minutes. Gabe he's Vincent. been gave Vincent. We have a lot of people that can knock down that shot now compared yeah. to last year. Yeah. Hopefully, y'all won't be twenty seventh. My yeah, question is, which Anthony Davis we getting? Mm-hmm. Which Anthony Davis are we getting? No, that's not a shot at him. I like the season he had last year. Mm-hmm. He's talking big shit like it's going to be even better season this year. So I'm like, man, if we can get a better Anthony Davis of taking a rank. In the, and- in the minutes he had, bro, he had three blocks. One of those, he crushed somebody. I forget who it was. He mm. pinned it on the glass. Yeah, who was that? Damn. I don't know, but I was like, he back. Oh, that was, Lonnie Walker. Bagged, that was he, Lonnie Walker. That was Lonnie Walker. I was like, he he ready to go. Bro. That was Lonnie Walker. I remember being like, dang, he did his old teammate like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all said he went in the – who did I play in the first game? We played the Warriors. Uh, somebody tried to put one high off glass, and he he got – like, he reached the apex and just took, man. Um, we know the defense is going to be there. You know, mm-hmm. That's one thing. Um, yeah, my question was about the shooting. Um, and can you maximize the last few years of LeBron James? I didn't say nobody's ever greatest. like you're not worried about LeBron being year twenty one. Nah, yeah, he still looked pretty he damn looked great. You saw that yeah. lobby through at the end of the shot clock to Jackson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shit was yeah. that was decent. Because even if he gives you eighty five percent of last year, that's still an All NBA caliber player. You know, <laughs> you know, you you want Anthony Davis and Austin Reeves and D'Angelo Russell to alleviate pressure because last year he averaged thirty in the regular season. Then he had the injury, and then in the playoffs he wasn't the same player. So you want to make sure that he's not, you know, mm-hmm. having to you play. You know who I'm a little minutes. worried about on the Lakers roster? What's that? Who's that? Cam Reddish. I thought I felt like he would get an opportunity when he first came here, but. I could see him in the world where it's just like he doesn't have that. Like he's gonna have to earn every minute he gets out there. Yeah. You know, I think they're gonna ro- give him in the rotation, give him his chance. I think KB was saying that when he first signed, like maybe not this place. 
I yeah. know. Maybe should have went to Charlotte. Yeah, should <laughs> Well, I don't know. The way Charlotte doing they guys, I don't know. His career might be over. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I we'll see. You know, Bulls next year. That he would have completed the the cycle of playing on all of our teams. So, you know, I wonder how many players in history have played for all four of our teams. I can look. I'm gonna look that up after I tell you the next team being the Detroit Pistons. Uh, who's the four man? I mean, like it's it's about the bigs, pretty much. Who's who's the solidified backup big? Mm-hmm. Um, James Wiseman or um, Jamal Crawford? Yeah, extremely close, but he didn't play for the Lakers, right? No. He did not play for the Lakers. Nope. No. What team? The Detroit the Pistons. Uh, is Kate Cunningham, Kate Cunningham a rival? Kate Cunningham is a second-year player because of the injury, mm-hmm. and everybody got, like, this superstardom written over him. And we've seen in history where it's not that Kate going to have a bad year, but is this the year that everybody's yeah. kind of – I think they did that with Anthony Edwards. It was one of those years where they were just like, this is going to be the year for Anthony Edwards. Was but it, it was really year? last year. Oh, yeah. Um, and so it's like, is this the year where he is solidified as one of those guys, or is that going to be next year? You know, is are we projecting the P- the Pistons a little too early? So that that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's my thing, and I feel like I've I've been projecting with them a little bit, but I always feel like they're one of the, like the bottom feeder team at least. That's like they got a, a pretty big range because they I could see them being like thirteen or whatever fourteen, but I can also see them fighting for that playoff spot and you know being legit. So there has never been a player in NBA history to play for all four of our favorite organizations. Mm. It's because you got the Blazers as one. People Seriously, because there are nine people that have played for all three of ours. People who have come close, Chris Duhon. Chris Duhon. Jamal Crawford. Jamal Crawford. Um, Tyson Chandler. Tyson oh. Chandler. Uh, uh, Metal World Peace. Yes. Oh. And uh, Shannon Brown. Oh, Shannon, yeah. Shannon Brown. So that's cool. Cam Reddish could be the first in history to do all to have all four. <laughs> oh, Rasheed Wallace, Car- Carmelo close. Anthony played for all the y'alls and not mine. Technically, technically, uh, he is the guy. Technically, yeah, because he did get traded here. Technically, and then wave. Yeah, Trevor Reza also played for all the y'all. Ime Udoka, Wesley Matthews, Wesley Matthews, Shannon Fry, Shannon Fry, and um, Mo Lucas. I don't know who that is. Yes, you do. Play for the Blazers. You see, you had oh, Monte Carpenter. Oh, yeah, Mo Lu- oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Maurice Lopez. <laughs> yeah. He a power forward? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking about. You see, the Mo threw me off. Yeah. I know yeah. him as Maurice. Yeah. Right, my fault, my fault. Um, I know him as Maurice. Sha- Shaq <laughs> Harrison has played for all of our favorite teams except for Pierre's. Yeah, he ain't Six, seven guy. <laughs> He's played five games for the Blazers. That's it. Okay, um. D- Detroit Pistons. Oh, you never get. Detroit. Oh wait, did y'all do Detroit? Yeah, I was did. looking stuff up. I, I ain't even. I ain't even think about it. Um, how how good can the Thompson brother be rookie season? I that first really preseason game got me hyped. Yeah, if he playing like that, shit. I can't lie. They had Jay Nivey come off the bench because Alec Burks was in the lineup. But it's like, man, you know, the defense was like that. He he swallowed Booker up on one play. Uh, where you see more of that, you know. Uh, and of course, he loved to see more of that. He 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 hit the big shot, you know. <sighs> Great. Okay, the Western Conference team, Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, can they stay afloat during the twenty-five game suspension? Same That's thing I said. It. Can they not? Because I don't want them to get job back and have to come 
have to fight their way all the way back. Mm-hmm. And that offense, Jaws are like Jaws an engine to an offense. Can they also keep a good, consistent offense through the twenty five games that he's not there? So they they were twelve and ten without John Morant last year, twenty one and seven without him the year before. Yeah. Um they had Tyus Jones. Yeah. If they could keep the same pace as last year in these twenty five games, amazing. That's all you could really hope for. But obviously the team has changed a decent amount from that time when now Marcus Smart is in and no Dylan Brooks. No Dylan Brooks. No so Tyus Jones. Mm-hmm. Um uh, my question coincides with that. Uh goes to the offense is just how good can Desmond Bain be? Like how good is his jump this year? It seems like every year he kinda has it. Now I would expect him to be not an all star, but at least he's at that level where it's like, okay, we can consider it, you know? I like Desmond Bain a lot. Yeah. Next team, Indiana Pacers. How can they become a middle-of-the-pack defense instead of being one of the worst? Mm. That was me. Because, like, offensively, they're very good, when, especially when they have Tyrese Halliburton in the lineup. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were a team that was a top-five seed when Tyrese was healthy and was actually hooping. But then once he got hurt, it's like they just the, they fell down the ranking. Yeah, that was bad bit. for them. And also, they had – they had Aaron Neesmith playing power forward. Yeah, like they they finally got some size, and I mean it's it's just hard to defend when you're you're very undersized down low. Yeah, they're gonna be undersized a little bit too because uh, Bruce Brown is gonna be what they small for. Obi Toppin is not going. He's not stopping nobody. Jairus Walker hopefully projects. That's the field goal that he missed. Wide right. Point. So yeah, um, my question was Obi Toppin Bruce Brown like. Mm. Who's going? Who's going? I'm so really high on Obi Toppin this year. Cause yeah, we yeah we high I'm on so, him. I, I'm expecting him to know. Like I'm not even kidding. Be at like 18 to 20 points. If he's especially if he's got that starting role and he's getting 30 minutes, ain't no reason why he's not scoring in transition. Wait, wait, how many? 18, 18 to 20. 20. I got I, him at I got him at 14, 15. I didn't, I didn't have that type of job. 18 to I, 20. That's, I that's said, so I'm you. He, I'm high on him. You think that's he's winning Most Improved Player? Potentially. Because do you remember what he averaged last year? Because because yeah. him if he jumped up to 20 points, what per was he at like seven? It was not a lot. Seven might not even be it. Yeah. Um, nah, he should be at eight, seven, eight. 7.4. 7.4, and that's behind Julius Randle minutes. It's 15 minutes per game last year. So if he jumps up 20, he's winning most improved player easily. Yeah. My call. Question. Um, my question is, is this the team? Every team, every year we get the team that make the surprise, the big jump, whatever, whatever. Uh, is this the team that we should be investing in right now, I putting $100, $200 on the over? I but, think they're going to be fun as hell. I mean, I feel like they kind of made it last year a little bit. For sure, but then they didn't. But they did and they dipped. Because they did They did win more. They they did win more games than they were uh, projected last year. Yeah, yeah. But let me, I'm going to quickly Google by how much because I don't I don't really remember. I don't remember because I know that they were projected to be basically the worst team in basketball last year. <laughs> and I, th- I think I even had that opinion. Um, and then obviously they were a lot better than that. Last year they were projected – to win a total of 24 games, they ended with 35 wins. Oh, so, so. A plus 11. Yes. That's the, that's and that was, again, with the second half of the season, I think Tyrese played two games, and then they decided to go for draft picks rather than a playoff push. So, yeah, this could be the team. No, yeah. For I sure. can see it being a 40-something win team easily. Tyrese Halliburton oh. and Obi Toppin lives are going to be crazy. Yeah, they're going to they have a lot of transition play. Yeah, Bruce Brown is even a, a lob guy, or he could pass the lob it. It's going to be very fun and very exciting to watch this offense. Play. Another question for the Pacers real quick. Is Miles Turner finally safe? I feel like every year he's on the trade discussions. I think so. They just paid him. They extended so, him. Yeah, so. Um, he better be. He had too good of a season for you to be yeah, selling Yeah, he had a right career now. year last year. Unless you're selling him for Y'all something Y'all think he crazy. doubled down on that production? 
he said, I, I, I think so. He said in an interview that if he's not an all star, then he disappointed this season. I like that mentality. Yeah, I, I do too. But I can see it. He what he averaged seventeen last year season oh, on Grady Fisher, 18. eighteen on good efficiency, yeah. good defense. And if, I think he had like two blocks a game, something if, like that. If they're relevant enough to be a playoff team, they could get two all stars. You know how it be shaking. Injuries happen all the time. Injury yeah. replacement. It's definitely possible. Do you think Tyrese is a lock though? Like, is he the lock? If or? he's healthy, he's a lock. Yeah. 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 That boy, twenty and ten. Yeah, easily, easily. With a couple that, boards. That's, that's what I look at. With a couple boards. That's all. Uh, next team is going to be the Minnesota Timberwolves. It was pretty much just um, can they figure out the two big situation to where they can both play at an elite level? Yeah, some of these teams like I, I even when I it was like, man, it's an obvious question. I, I just it, that's what it is. They literally, literally, literally. Yeah. Can they get the t- uh, the two bigs to work? And I I just try to change it up a little bit. I was like, can Cat bounce back? Yeah. Can he have a bounce back year? Or and is he going to have to be on the move? I have two questions. It was, can Jaden McDaniels take another leap? Mm-hmm. Yes. That, so that was another one for me. Yes, he can. The projections have the Timberwolves really, really good this year. Just like advanced statistic. ESPN did one, and they had them as the two seed. Now, I'm not going that high because that's kind of crazy. But the numbers are expecting them to be significantly better. They look more fluid in their preseason games. I know it's, again, preseason but they, they look more fluid having the two bigs on the court, and I think we can trust Anthony Edwards more than most people in the NBA. Uh, I, f- I feel really good about where they could be, but the Western Conference itself is so ridiculous that it's like, you know, being being the difference between being the sixth seed and being out of it might be two games. Yeah. So. And you need injury luck for sure. The teams that make it this year are going to have to have a, uh, an immense amount of injury luck in order to make it because that's yeah. how crazy it's going to be. Miami Heat. Who are they? They have enough to to compete like they did last year. Because, like, they did lose a lot to their roster. They were an eight seed that went on a Cinderella run, and then their roster got worse. So do they even have enough to continue to compete at a high level? And, you know, I don't even know if it's about the ro- their roster. It's about the rosters around them getting better. Yeah, yes. yeah that too. More than anything. Yeah. I have the same questions there. Just do, yeah, le- legitimately, do they have enough? And also, I guess I had a question: Is who was the guy this year? Who, yeah, I who, put who the I say who are the two no names this year. Yes, <laughs> yeah. It's, Hay- it's Hayward Highsmith season. I'm saying it. Oh, Hayward Highsmith and Orlando Robs. Yep, you never know. Jamal Kane, here he comes. <laughs> uh, New Orleans Pelicans. Beyond Zion. Yep. Yep. That's literally what I put. I was like, is this the year we finally get to see him play together? Because it feels like they're part of that tree. Uh, that group, which you mentioned with Kawhi and Paul George, and you can just talk about regular season with them, and it's just like that percentage is too low. That's yeah, what you always get these glimpses. Yeah. Yeah, and then was in the playoffs that one year, and he was giving Phoenix all he had against Mikael. It's like, man, imagine they had Zion. Yeah. Yeah, I was out. Then Zion was playing. They were the number one seed. They was looking great. Then <laughs> Zion get hurt. Then they both out, and then it's just like. It's like 200 total minutes together this season. 200. Yeah. That's crazy. That's so ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that that's a really good question. They just have the worst luck because Trey Murphy's already injured. Jose Alvarado also got injured. It's just like, man, and then we know Z has his history playing 30% of his NBA games so far. I don't know if there's any question outside of that. No. Because if they are healthy, we recognize that team is going to be ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. But it's like. Even if they just have Zion, they're really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next team. Sorry, I don't have it written down here. Uh, the Bucks, The Milwaukee Bucks. Can they still? I said, can they 
stay a top 10 defense without Drew Holiday. Um, just because that pointed attack defense, Drew Holiday, he provided so much for them. And it's just, I know Damian Lillard, he's a competitor, but he's not the defender nowhere near Drew Holiday is. Uh, mine was, can Brooke Lopez replicate what he did last season? Yeah, um, he was he was incredible he was coming off the back injury, which you don't really expect for a seven-footer to come off a back injury and a mm-hmm. year later. All defensive. Give all defensive uh, things, and he did that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my question is about his, his other guy, Chris Middleton. You know, are we getting – because last year in the playoffs he looked pretty good. Obviously, they got eliminated in the first round, but when you compare his playoffs to his regular season, he looks significantly closer to the one, the player that was pre-injury, and they're gonna they're gonna desperately need that because um, they don't have crazy depth, they don't have terrible depth either. Yeah, but having a really good Chris Middleton year is gonna potentially have yes. this team be an NBA favorite to like, oh, ain't nobody messing with them at all. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. My question: Who who the fifth? Yeah. Who's the fifth? You got Dame, Giannis, Middleton, Brooke. Who's the fifth? Pat. Beasley. He said Connaughton. You say Beasley. I, I saw the quote. Was that a real quote? That uh, Beasley's going to guard the best matchup? Yeah. That was real. I've <laughs> seen him guard the best. I've seen him try. Yeah, I was going to say. I've seen him it? try. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. And then that's what made me mad with him missing last season. It's just like we can give – if you're giving up points on the defensive end, cool. But at least hit your threes. And if you're not doing both – you you gonna have to get benched like like what happened you know there's yeah. a um, a lot of pressure on Adrian Griffin mm-hmm. that that was another one of my questions uh, can he be on the same level of Nick Nurse and and Steve Kerr where he comes into a team that's trying to compete and immediately helps them win a championship or will he be on the other side of the things where as a first year coach he's overwhelmed and it's not good enough as an individual coach to help them get over the hump. Um, because we've also seen that a lot too. So what what level does Adrian Griffin end up being on when it's all said and done? Yeah, luckily mm-hmm. for him though, he does have Giannis easy personnel. <laughs> yeah, he got Giannis and Dame. So like, just go least, who? That's his at game least plan. he's guaranteed probably go play playoff. random. He's guaranteed a playoff spot. <laughs> at least a top five <laughs> seed, top but th- four but that, seed. But that's why I can't be saying pressure because yeah. that don't, that don't mean shit. Yeah, yeah, that team is win now. It's championship or bust. Do you think so? No, yes. but I don't. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. this yeah. year, yes. I, I dare I a Bucks fan to tell me anything else. Championship, I would, say, or bust. I, would I would give it a two year window. I would give it two years, two years too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say that too. Just because it's like I, I understand what Giannis you're saying too. I understand what you're saying too. Bust, no, but they I, get bounced in like the second round. It's like yeah. a convincing bounce, and it's like damn. With the yeah, then it's questions. A lot of question marks, but. If they go to the conference finals and they go to a game seven and it's, and they lose, you know, that's they could have they could have did that. With or you. if they make it to the finals and they lose, it's like okay. Oh no, that's yeah. not a bust. Then they made it to the championship. But I, I think got, championship a bust is winning a championship. For me, not, they got to make the championship. Okay. Because I, I I I always look at that like unless you lose unless you the, the big LeBron and them talking about not one not two not three not four you got you better win. But a lot of these other teams, yeah, it's the first year, but they should make it to the championship, man. This is the heavy favorite. You got it. I don't think it's heavy anymore, though. After what the, the Boston Celtics did, but do yeah. you still have it as the favorite? Uh, no, I have the Boston Celtics as the favorite. I have the Bucks. I have the Celtics as mine. Why you got the Celtics? <clears throat> Defense versatility. I feel like a little bit more. Agree. Versatility is definitely there. But again, it's. I want to. I want to lean to the Bucks because I like Damian Giannis, but Celtics is just hard, man. 
Yeah. They got everything I want. Yeah. The only thing is the, the, the centers. Can can they stay healthy slash be good? If if we they can get Luke a healthy Cornette, what I'm hearing, though. <laughs> yeah, Luke Cornette gets a lot. Run that play over and over. Pick and roll, Luke Cornette lob. Celtic fans say Al Horford got the recipe against Giannis. <laughs> save him. Save him literally into the playoff. <laughs> and I know Drew Holiday going. He, he going to be motivated to lock your boy up. For real. <laughs> like, seriously. Ooh-wee. I was ready to. Him and Rondo <laughs> did it. Now him and Derek White. Oh, good mercy. It's really no off time when they play. Yeah. Dame is going to get an all-NBA caliber defender every second. Then he never had a Giannis, so Giannis makes yeah, it so much easier for sure. <laughs> yeah, when they do that dribble handoff, now now, now decisions got to be made. But yeah. the head, the favors is between them two. They, the the Suns die in that combo. Oh mm-hmm. uh, yeah, no, I me, wouldn't no, put him. I wouldn't put him. You know, I was I was listening. I forget it might have been the volume or whatever, but they were talking about like the different offenses between the Bucks and the Celtics, and they were saying like I mentioned earlier, the Celtics more like drive and kick, and the uh, Bucks are more like pick and roll heavy. They were saying Drew Holiday ran 15, picks, 15 pick and rolls a game last season. He ran one last game. So the offense is way different. But he was, you know, we are. I believe Drew Holiday can do, you know, he can adjust. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a really good ball so player. Yeah. OKC Thunder. I got to look. I'm sorry. I put, uh, does Chet cover up the size um, weakness? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can they legit make a, that big that jump that they were supposed to now that they have Chet? Mm. I man out. I know, we, I know we talked about that, but not even from a contractual money standpoint, but they got a lot of people over there, man. A lot of talent. A lot of young talent. Yeah. That you can't de- you can't develop them all. You know who I love so watching good. out there? Trey, man. Isaiah Joe. Oh, yeah. Isaiah, Isaiah Joe. Joe. He ain't going nowhere. A steal for nothing. He ain't going nowhere. 76ers gave bro away. Tweaking. Just tripping. <laughs> you know what they could use? Extra shooter. <laughs> Extra shooter. <laughs> uh, but no, my question is very similar to yours, Pierre. It's just so much young talent over there that you're going to have to prioritize one over the other. And it's like if I am Aaron Wiggins and I believe yes. that I'm nice and I'm the fourth guard on the bench, you know, it's like, damn, can I get some burn? And you got four first-round picks this year? You know, when, when, like when are you going to do it? Kentucky be like, man, you got to go to the league, bro. You got a whole new freshman class coming in. Yeah. New York Knicks. Can R.J. Barrett be a consistent third option? Okay. Mm. I put what is their ceiling? I always feel like they're one of those middle-of-the-pack teams, but can they get above that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't. With that personnel, it's, it seems a little iffy with that. We can. getting better, but will we? Defensively, y'all y'all always going to be up there. But I had y'all thing, for like though, one of my – Like last year – they were an average defensive team, but they were number three in offense. Like, it's completely different than what Tom Thibodeau normally does. My, my question is kind of revolving around this consistency on the offense. Is like, as Julius Randle, as a Nick player, he's had bad year, great year, bad year, great year. It, does this cycle continue, or are we saying that this is who Dana he Brunson, is? I think it's going to be a more level of a consistency. My question was, does Jalen Brunson have another level? Hmm. Does Jalen Brunson, year two... He understands what's going on. He understands his teammates. The team is a little bit more solidified. Does he have another level to get to? Is he a surefire all star? Mm-hmm. Where y'all can't play with his name. Yeah. Well, he's there. He's there. I think guy. I think he's gonna get to that level. I think he honestly caught a lot of people by surprise last year. You know, and that's people why I guess were I'm asking it because I feel like it's one thing when you catch people by surprise versus like Yep. Once you, you like got that like yourself as that guy. your name is on that whiteboard when they coming across yes. yeah. we're trapping you on that pick and roll. Yeah, it's a you lot know, different. Tennessee's your role in the offense. So it's just like what we watch right now, the Braves versus Phillies. 
pitchers. Baseball, like pitchers, they come in and they'll have a good two-year, three-year, but once the hitters start getting adaptive to that change-up or that curveball or that slider, a pitcher who was just a, a, a Cy Young candidate will be getting rocked all of a sudden. Santi Alcantara <laughs> just did that this year. Just, just, just knocked all over the place. because, yeah, we done caught up to the, the get slider Wilson. now. Get Wilson. Yeah, get Wilson. We done caught up to the slider now. Tommy John, right? Tommy John, now for the entire next season. Um, a lot of players, the pit, they say it's a pitch clock. Don't give them time, their elbows to heal. That's why I, I'm a believer that at some point they might tell Shohei, hey, listen. Well, they don't think Shohei's going to pitch much next season He's not all. pitching. I, I saw he ain't pitching at all. He's just yeah. going to hit. But going forward, we giving you 300 some million. 500 million. I was about to say 300. That's a low ball. We giving you 500 million. We giving you half a billion dollars. You're probably not going to be pitching as much as you you, you think. Mm, okay, that's interesting because I think that the argument to give him that much money is that it's you're getting two pitch. players. Yeah. yeah, you're getting two players for the but price of this one. Tommy John shit, I, man, scary. What I is that? What is like the detail on that? Like, what is it? Tommy I'm, John's is a is a elbow injury that pitchers get because of the way you hold your hand when you or arm when you pitch, and at least until recently, Tommy John's surgery was like the death of a pitcher. Now technology has advanced where we've seen a lot of people have Achilles. Tommy John's. Yeah, yeah, imagine Achilles, Achilles in the NBA. Um, where we Now we get a lot of players come back from Tommy John's to still be good, but a lot of times they're not as great as they were before. Shohei's already had Tommy John's once, and we just saw him win the Cy Did he win Cy Young or just MVP? Either way, Cy Young candidate posted, but now he's going in for another injury. It's no, like Dylan Cease won Cy Young. No, he didn't. Dylan Cease won Cy Young? Mm-mm. I don't think, won Cy Young I don't think he did. For the AL. Look, oh man, let's look it up. If it ain't Shohei, it ain't Dylan C's. Um, AL Cy I'm not the Young. baseball nerd. Yeah, <laughs> I remember when Robbie Ray made it and then was off. Females, what that. what team Shohei play for? Oh, Justin Verlander won it you last bogus. year oh. with the Astros, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you say? <laughs> he didn't know what team Shohei played for. Yes, he does. All got to do is think. Females just sit there and be like, I don't know. He doesn't even try to give himself a chance. You know? Have you ever seen him in a jersey? I don't know who Sohei is. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no. Yeah, if he call him Sohei, he definitely don't know who he is. <laughs> you don't know who like Shohei Otani is? No. Don't you play the show? He be playing the show. He he's the latest. He played the show the latest out of us all. I got in the party. What's up, d Playing the show. I still play it. Right. But you don't know who Shohei Otani is? Wasn't Shohei the face of the game? Yeah, that was last, last year. year. It was but, last year. Okay. This year is that who? who J-Rod? Um, no, it was Jazz, Jazz Chisholm. It was Jazz, Jazz. Chisholm. Jazz Chisholm. Who do you know in baseball? Uh, Jose Abreu, so White, White Sox and yeah. former White Sox. Yeah, you, you know who Julio Rodriguez is, though. We Doesn't watched he play him play on the Seattle. Yes, Doesn't he play on Seattle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know him because I played with the Super. You know, I played with the Son- not the Sonics, the Mariners. The Mariners. Yeah, you know who Mike Trout is. <laughs> yeah. So, what team does he play for? Mike Trout plays for the Yankees. <laughs> not yet, not yet. But you never know. If hey, if there was any money, or I Dodgers. Would, if there was money, I would <laughs> just throw a tease on that. Those plays, are good guesses. He plays for a big market. The yeah. Angels. Uh, the Angels. Okay. Which is where Shohei plays. Oh, so they yeah, have two of the top five, ten players in the league and can't Who make the playoffs. The year before Justin Verlander. Uh, Robbie Ray. That was a Robbie, Robbie Ray year with the Mariners. Um, Toronto. Yeah. Been some some weird weird stuff. Is, they, is Robbie Ray still with with them? Or is he Robbie with? Ray was I'm pretty sure awful this year. He has an eight ERA. With who? Um, Seattle. Okay. But did he play? He played one game this year. I'm out of the loop. He might. All oh, right, because they gave him all that money. Seattle gave him all that money, right? Or did 
Or did the Blue Jays get? No, Seattle gave Robbie Ray that big they gave contract. Money. Yeah. yeah, I read a thing where they might be trying to trade Logan Gilbert. They had him like it was like five trades we could see happening in MLB, and he we, wants we like would, the Astros. We would call. No, we won't. Not our front office. Mm-hmm. Uh, our front office said we not even trying to get Shohei. You know, let's go spend some money on Cody Bellinger and just switch Chicago Come to right him. across the street. Yeah. <laughs> um, what we got left? Orlando Magic. Uh, who? What's their guard rotations like? Boom. Who's the guard? Who's boom, the guards? Boom, boom, boom. That's boom, pretty boom. easy. Cause that, yeah, that is the question. Cause even with a guy like Joe Ingles, who's not a guard, he plays guard heavy type stuff. It's like, man, y'all got a deep guard room. It's like, I guess you can question get... the three point shooting, but yeah, that yeah was my, for sure, they were yeah. one of the worst teams in the league at three point percentage. So I say, can they improve that to at least they're like respectable in the middle of the pack, right? I think they shot at like a 34 or 32 percentile. It's a man downtown. They go long percentage. The man downtown Chicago scaling windows. Shout out to uh, Spider-Man. Uh, well, yeah, their three-point thing is the biggest, like, hindrance in their offensive success. I guess also Apollo going a month without making one also hindered that percentage a lot. But he's <laughs> had to, like, 21. Yeah, he was, he was, yeah, was, was definitely 20. You know? Couldn't make a three, though. Yeah, they got a couple plus three-point shooters like Franz Wagner and Wendell Carter to force position. Yeah. That's kind of yeah. it. You know, they drafted shooters. Jed yes, Howard. Jed Howard. Um, I don't know how much those that shooter plays his rookie season, but projected well to be shooting. I, I don't know. Gary Harris. Gary Harris had a good second half of the season when he came back from his injury. I'm curious what their star lineup looks like because of the amount of like Markel, talent they have. Suggs, Franz, Paolo. Could, I, I think Gary Harris could start over Suggs, at least I to start off with. Too, but or I the shooting. They're they going to try to give Jalen Suggs some push. I hope so. I hope so. The 76ers. Is it all? Oh, I had said, can Maxi take that all star jump? He can. It's the bench for me. I sound like a. <laughs> I was about to say, it's the bench for me. <laughs> the math ain't math. You sound like Kai. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's the, it's the bench, though. It's the bench, man. Who was on? Mm. Name me three people off the 76ers bench. Paul Reed. Uh, <laughs> Daniel Hero. House. What? Montrez Hero's still on that bench. D. Anthony Melton. Yeah. So that's three. They in trouble. Patrick Beverly. This motherfucker said Montrez Harrell, they in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Montrez Harrell, he stay with some badges, though. He do got some badges. Yeah, if he coming to the, the season with them 11 badges, he going to be all right. <laughs> Back down Punisher and shit. Like, stop it, man. Stop it. Oh, man. Name me 11 badges he could even have. Fast twitch. Fast twitch for sure. He can still get that way. Pogo stick. Giant slayer. Posterizer. Rebound bronze. Rebound chase bronze, yeah. Pogo stick. A personality badge. Unpredictable. Or some Mm. shit. Expressive. Uh, Expressive expressive for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Did Montrez do anything last season? Like, and I don't even mean that. I feel like he probably had some games where. He moved a ladder. Was that last year or was that two years ago? That was last season. Um. Was that last season? I have. No I think idea. that was last season. I think that was last season. <laughs> hey, stop playing on Montrez's name, bro. These stats look good. Yeah, right. yeah it's not that good. <laughs> His per thirty six look good, but he never got enough minutes. He averaged seventeen per game or uh, per thirty six. Also four fouls. Time when him and Lou Will were literally yes, bro. yes, man. Six, Six co coexisting six men on the same team. I yeah. love that era of Montrez, bro. That was. Think about it. That was three years ago. It was? Field, yes, it was, was 2020. Damn. 
That don't feel. Yeah, that definitely don't. That feel like an eternity. It feels ago. far. He yeah. is now. He has been on the Clippers, the Wizards, Charlotte, and Philadelphia since. Then. He's been on four different teams since that moment. Doc had them right. Man, <laughs> he came to the Lakers. Y'all thought y'all was on too. Yeah. Big week. Did he play it all in the playoffs? You think? Did he play a single playoff minute that season? Yeah. With my Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if he got some burn, I wouldn't be surprised. But also, probably not. Ten, not many minutes. Ten minutes per game. Yeah. So, yeah, I wasn't really on nothing. He don't be watching basketball. Oh, I'm just playing. Alfonso also got burned for y'all that season. Chicago native. What a weird season that was for the Lakers. Uh, the next team we have is the Phoenix Suns. For me, it was um, pretty much who outside of the big three will be the guy or be consistent. I said, uh, can Nurkic hold it down in the paint? I don't think so. Because it's Frank Vogel we're talking about, man. I've been watching basketball long enough to know when Frank Vogel, you know, he's a defensive guy. Yeah, mine was the same as D-Mills. Ray Hibbert's whole career was built by Frank Vogel. Frank V. He created verticality. Verticality, man. Hey, sometimes a coach can get you paid. Sometimes just like a good player can get you paid. And just like you, your coach can get you laid. <laughs> Meet me in my truck. <laughs> Y'all remember that story? I thought he said, he said, I got some stuff for you in my car. <laughs> Derek was like, okay. Big ass polo. He said, I'll be right back, guys. <laughs> he gave me a lot of trucks, a lot of shirts. <laughs> he gave you a lot of what? Shirts. What did you say before that? I said trucks for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I always got rid of your eligibility by giving you a truck. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, my coach gave me this. <laughs> Like, you remember LeBron got in trouble for that? The Hummer? The Hummer? Yeah. It's funny. This, the Suns are such an interesting team that I think it warrants more than just what we did. Because um, even you look at the, again, first preseason game, it was them three heavy. Yeah. And it's isolation, get you a bucket. And I think that's going to be able to sustain them for the regular season. But the question is, come postseason, can we evolve the offense more than that? And, again, I'm, yeah. I'm only going on one preseason game. I'm not even saying that's what their offense is going to be. But obviously in the posters, you need more than that. And they're also going to have to be a very good defense. Yeah. I don't think you can sit – I know you, you can have your good offense, but when it comes playoff time, that good offense, it slows down. Teams can scheme against you. You got to be able to rely on your defense when it comes to playoff time. And they they don't really have a personnel to be an elite defense, but I think they, they can make it work, I think, as well. Because KD is a good defender. Devin Booker showing he's a Who's your best defender? Uh, Grayson Allen. Josh Akogi? Yeah, Josh Akogi. Josh Akogi, yeah. It's Grayson or Josh, yeah. That's, see, that's, ter- like, you know, that's bad. If Grayson Allen's your yeah, best defender. Yeah, how good defender, of a defender is Grayson Allen? Because he played with such a defensive team. In, he's probably average. In, in Milwaukee. It's average Drew Holiday. To, hey, back got to Brooke Lopez C-plus. and Giannis I was thinking you. the same thing with Grant Williams. Because Celtics had it. Like, if he was getting beat or something, he was a little slow-footed, they got his back. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot different in, in, with the Mavericks. So, yeah. that that's a big thing with defenders coming from those, like, Really defensive teams, and now they on ones that don't got the same personnel. It's yeah. different. It takes a, like a unit to be really good defensively. Yeah, we'll see. The Portland Trailblazers, Derek. Yeah, uh, would DeAndre Aiden trade be worth it? Mm. That's pretty much it. Because <clears throat> like I know Aiden, we to know Damian Lillard trade. To Damian Lillard trade. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you think Aiden that boy, go ahead call the it Aiden was, trade. It was pretty much just receiving Aiden. Was that the right package? <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Receiving Aiden was the right package. 
<laughs> y'all take there could be a, a group of words in a sentence and it's taken and out of context. <laughs> you be taking it in the context. Hey, <laughs> gotta be, be better with your choice of words. I'm immature. That's all. Don't mind me. That's hey, all it is. I think we all we are immature. It's okay. Uh, but yeah, it's just like we know who Aiden can be. Is he gonna play at that level that we expect him to be? That's pretty mm-hmm. much it. Because I know he, they have the right personnel around him. He has two good guards who both are very good playmakers, can pick and roll mm-hmm. nope. and do all that. Can't say that. About who? You can't say that. About he what? downgraded. He, he, he was just playing he with Chris, Chris Paul. Chris Paul and Devin Booker before. I know, but he's playing with guys that's more his age. I'm just. I'm, <laughs> oh, because like, that's a different no. argument. What you he looked good against the. He looked good with the Suns. He looked fine. He looked, yes, I'm saying that there might be another level that he could play at now. No, I'm not saying that's wrong, but I'm just saying you said that he now has playmaking guards oh, as though he did I, not at first. I wasn't in the, I, that was not a shot at Chris Paul and Devin Booker. They're great. I'm saying that he didn't – he downgraded the guard position, but they're still good guards at the same time. We can't find that out. I think it's just more opportunity. I haven't seen school I think it's just more opportunity. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. But yeah, I would say it's opportunity. More, more priority. More yeah. touches. Yeah, yeah. Cause you don't you're not getting priority over D book and K D. It just yeah. is what it is. I do like that Chauncey said we're not gonna treat you like Joel and B, but yet you're still gonna get some touches. Maybe you should, I think so. Yeah. As long as he's doing the other stuff too, I wouldn't see why not. You know, if you wanna put it if you wanna Bust your behind on the break and, and play defense. We'll give you a couple touches. He said that though. Yeah, that's funny. He said, "Hold on, buddy, you're not that good." All right. <laughs> <laughs> My uh, mine was just like, how how fast can these young guys kind of get Portland Trailblazers fans over this Dame era, or like just everything that kind of happened in these past few months? Right. I can feel that. I do. I think it would be pretty fast because I think Scoot, even in his presser, was like, "I'm not here to be the next Damian Lillard." I'm here to be Scoot Henderson. Mm-hmm. And I think that right there is <laughs> that sound, all in the right That's direction. a 2K sound That's like. so yeah. cliche, but, I mean, that's what you want to hear. Yeah. Sacramento Kings. Can they handle, like, the target being on their back with them being, like, this team that, like, surprised the league next season and now teams are, like, prepared for them? I just yeah. say, can they sustain? Can they yeah. do, do what they just did? Was right. that a fluke? Was that, you know, everybody peaking? Can they sustain? Because the West got better, and they made very limited moves. Mm-hmm. Um, so Which they're could count, be good or they're, bad. They're yeah. counting on the in-house to take step. Keegan Murray to take a step. Malik Monk to be Malik Monk. Trey Lyles. Um, can they? Can, you know, to ask an entire team to to do what they did last year after they all kind of had career years mm-hmm. is a tough ask. So. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, I put like, can they basically say do what you said, like sustain what they had while their offense takes a hit? Because I gotta imagine if you just play the odds. They can't shoot as good. Like, their offense can't be as good as it was, you know, last year. I feel like somebody's going to take a step back or not shoot as well. Yeah, everybody had career years. They had the best injury luck in all of basketball. Mm-hmm. Nobody missed any time. Um, and I think, and it has nothing to do with the talent. I just think the sustainability of that, of it's the health tough. thing, is it's almost impossible to do that two years in a row. So it's like when you do go through – the hardships of somebody being injured. Okay, what do? How do we approach that? Yeah, yeah. are we able to st- sustain ourselves? And like Derek said, they had the surprise element last season. Mm-hmm. Nobody was ready for the Sacramento Kings to be the three C. Now people know the Kings are deep. They have stars. They have good young players, and there's no surprise anymore. Yeah. Everybody's gonna know how good you are. So how do we approach that? Yeah, San Antonio Spurs. That uh, was two West teams. <clears throat> I, well, we don't. We only. We just going order. Oh, I had put um just like three East teams in a row. Yeah, we just going. I put like, how do you handle 
how do you how do you go about handling Vic the right way? And I say that because like I, I mentioned earlier about how like these guys with these body types they can, can be kind of fragile sometimes. Just like I know they want to get the most out of him, but they're as an organi- organization they are they're not gonna like force him or you know what I'm saying they're not gonna put him in positions which is gonna be detrimental to him. They mm-hmm. need to. Yeah. You think so? They need to let him go. Trying to preserve. Yeah, bas- go let him go to Chicago basketball. <laughs> football. These are sports where wherever's gonna happen is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. You can't like I, that's just what I believe. Like, yeah. <clears throat> unless the only thing I can understand is when you have an older player who has a lot of mileage on their bodies because of whatever, and it's been wear and tear. So when you have a Kawhi coming off a quad injury, you want to low manage. But mm-hmm. to do it with a teenager a who is who can he can set the foundation of this team if if we if the glimpses we getting from uh, preseason can translate into what the actual season gonna come he can have them a lot better than we even imagine with all of the hype mm-hmm. because like Derek was talking he does so much that they digging on one plate and recovering and blocking a shot at the rim blocking jump shots bringing a ball up scoring in a post scoring from three scoring in, he was cherry picking and leaking out <laughs> like he said I'm gonna get mine for real so it's just yeah. like if this one dude can do so much why hold it back because you scared that shit don't make no sense to me now if yeah. he had Reoccur- if he bumps knees and it's like, oh, shit, now, yeah, sit your ass down. No, but saying, just to say, yeah, I think there's so many in, times it easy. during the season. So, like, say, instance, they had a game against OKC that went to double OT or something. And yeah. the next game, they got a back-to-back. Would you feel comfortable like – I'm playing him, bro. Sit yeah, out I'm playing him. He's 19. Why would yeah, I? I'm playing I, I never – when they said that they might – I would be on caution. I'm That's playing. what I'm saying. At Unless least, he gets hurt, I'm playing him, man. At this least part so he gets his, like, his body grows in a little bit more. This I is feel part like. of the his game. His body, I, I think you have to get him accustomed to playing those type of Because he's eventually going to have to do it. He is. So why why not just do it now? I agree with Derek. That, that's how it starts. They start conditioning motherfuckers to think this is what it is. Oh, you're not, no, you ain't going to play. Man, that shit is weak. Play basketball. Get him in condition in his mind. This is his job. He's going to play unless he's hurt and can't play. If yeah. he is hurt and banged up, you sit him. But because he just played X amount of minutes, man, fuck that. Unless he played 60 minutes. They wanted to triple, quadruple <laughs> overtime, and he played every minute. Cool. But because he played in a back-to-back, uh, man, play basketball. And that, <laughs> that triple OT game where Kawhi played, people were spectating. He wouldn't go play the next two. <laughs> yeah, because he's a 30-year-old player who's that had That was such injuries. a fun game, man. You know what I'm saying? It really it was. was a, a, absolutely. Might be the best game, regular yeah. season game absolutely. of the year. Yeah. Wasn't it against the Kings, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was, was a fire one. I think we or, were all in Discord. It was like one of the was, too, because I remember it was getting late as hell. And we were like, we can't get off. Yeah. Or the Kings versus Mavericks when Kyrie oh, got there. Yeah. They went into overtime a couple times. Or Luke Bunk and Kyrie yeah. was going at a kind of sixty point triple double just Luke crazy. The sixty point triple double. Uh I guess true. the Knicks. Yeah. That wasn't as exciting as that one. Well, I don't know why was, you didn't find it no, exciting. I was gonna say that free throw <laughs> moment where he hit it to go to OC, uh to what do you do? Tie it up? Yeah. Yeah. That was insane. That's like video game right there. Yeah. Uh three teams left, boys. Toronto Raptors. Uh what would they commit to? Like, are they committing to competing or are they gonna blow this up and compete to rebuilding? Yeah. Um, because you OG already said he's He's testing the market. He's not signing no extensions. He said so, that? Yeah. Oh, damn. And then Siakam, you can potentially trade him and get back some, some quality stuff for Siakam. So I think they might as well just buy into the rebuild. Mm-hmm. Let Scotty Barnes be free. Let it, See what he can really be, bring you not being next to Siakam. You saw uh, Dick laid it down and got his first uh, bucket of his NBA career the other day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Ugly jumper. Yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. Oh, no. Was that two days ago? 
Yeah, because Keegan Murray did the yo, Vancouver. Vancouver. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, um, my thing was fit. I watched that game. It looked absolutely dookie. Yeah. Just the, just the, just the, not the players. They're all yeah. talented, but the collection of them on the floor, whereas Yaka, Pascal, Scotty, Scotty did some post moves and he had Pascal or somebody right next to him. The cohesion just, you know, because Pascal can knock down shots, but he's not a floor spacer. Sniper. Scotty isn't a floor spacer. Jakob obviously ain't floor spacing it. Um, it's just a then weird. Then shooter won't do it. They just don't have a lot of shooting. It's like yeah, yeah it's just clumped. It's up. just Gary Trent. That's and he's why coming off the bench. They wanted yeah. to bring in Darko because he has experience just formulating offenses with nothing. At least that's what they thought. And he was too busy stealing shit from the Knicks. <laughs> um. Yeah, mine was uh, where. What's the line for them? Because this feels like. Another year where they're on the same path is like they kind of want to rebuild, but they also kind of want to compete. So where do you draw that line? It's like if we're the AFC, do we like, yeah, let's just give it up at this point? Yeah, I think this is going to be one of those years where they have to make the decision by like February. Oh, I, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's getting tougher and tougher because, you know, they'd be talking about these second half runs we could potentially have. The Miami Heat might have done ir- irreversible damage to GM. <laughs> I swear to you, they might have done it. So we'll see. I think every team got to look at themselves. The Lakers did like, too, though, right? Playing into conference finals? Yeah, they did. Yeah, but the Lakers have LeBron and Anthony Davis. Yeah, so and they had Eric Spolstra. You got to look at your personnel and be like, yeah. we got a personnel to do this. Yeah, Pascal is not Jimmy Butler and Darko is not, not Spolstra. <laughs> Utah Jazz, uh, can they do it again? Get another player that for bones and tournaments are really, really good. Can John Collins yeah. get his shooting back? Because that, that's really what it is for John Collins. If his jump shot comes back, he'll be back to being uh, a player that people care about. He'll be he'll back to being a player that people be invested in. But if you can't shoot, you can't play. Who's Simple the full-time starting point guard for me? Ah, that's That was going. mine. THC's looked okay. Yeah, those roles. It was about the guard play. Yeah, the guard play. And also, it's it was really cool to see Lowry, uh, Lowry Market do that. You got to do it again when you're that type of player. Like, yep. you got to be consistent. Year two was the hardest one. Year two was the hardest one. Are y'all, I think I asked this before, but on a 1 through 10, how excited are y'all for this season of Utah Jazz Ball after last year being successful? In the first I, I am excited because uh, Will Hardy has something going on over there. Um, because Laurie, Walker Kessler, John Collin, I, I like it. I think the guards that they have, one of them can pop off. You know yeah. what I mean? Sexton, THT, Keontae George, rookie year. OG uh, Abaje is in his second year. Um, Jordan Clarkson is still on that team. That, that There's some stuff going on. And I, li- I just like the way that they played last year from a team um, aspect. So I'm excited to see how they piece it all together because um, I like uniqueness. And on paper, Kessler, Collins, Laurie is very unique front court. Yeah, yeah. I'm so. interested to see how they put it together. Uh, I'm not going to lie. They're probably like, if you're rating that one out of ten, probably like a four out of five. Don't forget my boy. Taylor Hendricks. Taylor Hendricks. <laughs> yeah, Taylor Hendricks. Yeah, that's he had another a crazy reason. three the other day. Step that's back. I'm like, reason. damn. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, damn, I see you. Yeah, I no. feel like this is one of the teams that, like, depending on how their season goes, my excitement could die down or either go go higher. I think at the beginning I might be a little excited just to see John Collins in, in a new situation, Laurie Markin, post-All-Star. Like, it might be like a 5.5. But after that, it might go down. I feel like. Yeah. Depending on their success, it's like, do I stay invested or what? Yeah. Their, their M is too similar to the Marlins on the, on the helmet. Mm, I see what you mean. The last team is the Washington Wizards. 
How good is Jordan Poole? How often are they wearing the white and blue jerseys? Oh, uh, that should be every game. Every every, game. every goddamn forget the cherry blossoms. But yeah, you said Jordan Poole. My, how, good, how good can he be as like in a free free reign? Yeah. Of not contained with the Warriors. Do y'all think he will ever he's a player that the advanced stats will ever catch up to him being okay? Because his advanced stats are disgusting. Like what? worse than league bad. Yeah. Could that also be predicated to him? I just think being a little bit of Warriors? growth helps that. Yeah. It could. Yeah. I think growth helps that a little bit, like decision making and just like your your shot selection comes up a little bit more, and I think that's what hurts him. Also, you just get a little bit more savvy on the defensive side. So I, I think eventually they'll come to part, but for like those shot creators that aren't really like defensive guys, it's hard to have like advanced stats in your favor. Yeah. Like Jamal Crawford, for like eight of his career years in a career, he was the worst advanced statistic guy in the world. <laughs> but nobody would think that Jamal Crawford is the worst player in I the league. I tested you, this guy's amazing. Yeah, he can hoop. <laughs> yeah, but, um, my question for the Wizards is like, can we get some like homegrown talent or like, can we get some of that like, um, Danny, I feel like he had a, a pretty decent year. Still could get to expect a little bit more. Johnny Davis, are we gonna see something from here? Uh, some, see some from him, and then y'all. So now you have Bilal. So it's like you got to focus on that too a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You want to see one of any of your draft picks? Be Literally good, just one. <laughs> they ain't had a great stretch recently. Y'all think they could be a good defensive team? No. Yeah. Yeah, my question is more so: Can they not be the worst? That's that's more so. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I can see a world where they're the worst defensive do, team. Do you league. do you have more confidence that they'll be the worst defensive team or be a top fifteen defensive team? Would worst. they be average or above average, or more likely to be dead ass last? I would put my money on last versus mid. mid. Yeah, that's interesting, and yeah. I can't say you're wrong because they don't what have they a lot of personnel. This for is it. Denny, right? It's Denny, Denny Gafford. and Denny, but Gafford's a block guy. He's not a yeah. defensive guy. So just don't be dead last in defense. defense <laughs> or do. You got yeah. your own first-round pick this year. Or do be bad. Go, get, go get Ron Holland or something. Uh, the GM survey just came out right now as we're doing this episode. Uh, I want to I ask you all the questions. I don't, should you answer from your perspective or guess what the Both. GM said? Okay. Both. Who would win the championship this year? Uh, I would say the, the Bucks. That's I'm, your I'm, pick or that's what you think they said? Uh, that's what I think they said. Okay. I think but the Boston Celtics. The you said Boston Celtics. What about you, P? I think they said the Bucks. They said tied the Boston Celtics and the Denver Nuggets, thirty-three oh. percent each. Okay. Still it's good got to see, a lot it's of love to for see the Nuggets having their. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's like the first time I've seen them get love like that. Yeah. It's all Mike Malone could ask for. What player will win the MVP this That's season? That's heard his speeches. <laughs> He's supposed to go in there and say, "We ain't getting respect." <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, who, what? who will win the MVP this season? Um, Giannis. I Jokic. Have not thought about that. Makeup year. Jokic, Giannis. Um, Devin Booker. It will be according to them. Nikola Jokic, forty three percent of the votes. People okay. love a new MVP. Who was second? Giannis is second. Jason Tatum, then Luka Doncic. Okay. Uh, Jason Tatum is a good one. It's a really good one. If you were starting a franchise today and could sign any player in the NBA, who would it be? Luka. Luka. Nikola Jokic. Yeah, I was going to say, probably Jokic. <laughs> Jokic is number yeah. one. Luka is number four. Guess the rest of the list. Giannis. Number two. Giannis is number three. Uh, Steph Curry. Steph Curry got a vote, but not top five. Embiid. Embiid is not top five. LeBron. LeBron is not. He's 50. Um, nobody's starting their franchise. <laughs> so it's Luka, blank, Giannis. It's, it's Jokic, blank, Giannis, I mean, Luka. Yeah, Jokic. Jason Tatum. No Tatum. Did not make top five. Mm. Mm. 
If you're starting a franchise, to starting a franchise, Victor Wimbyama. Victor Wimbyama's oh. at two. <laughs> and it, I'm gonna say it again: starting a franchise. So think younger. Yeah. Good, very good, still, but think younger. Uh, Zion, not Zion. Right, the motherfucker played thirty percent of his Anthony games. Edwards. Anthony Edwards is number five. There you go. There we go. Um, which player forces opposing coaches to make the most adjustments? Jokic. Jokic. Jokic is two. LeBron. LeBron. LeBron is not here. Giannis. Giannis is three. Steph Curry. Steph Curry Steph is Curry. one. Thank yeah. you. I don't know why it took y'all so long. <laughs> I didn't even hear the question. I was getting to it. And then uh, you have Luca. Luca. And last but not least, big man. What's the question? Joel and B. Okay. <laughs> Which player is you most. Good. We, we, we got you. They B. got you. Which player is most likely to have a breakout season? Jordan Poole. Not on the not top based, five. Based off of their breakout, K Cunningham. K Cunningham, number two. <laughs> um, Alpha and Shingun. Uh, Shingun got a vote, but not top five. Kyle Kuzma? No. Kyle Kuzma on the screen right now. <laughs> yeah. This player already broke out, but they're expecting probably the superstardom. Yes. At the Super, Edwards. Edwards is Tyrese one. Halliburton. No Halliburton, but another nope. one. Obi Toppin? Nope. Um, Brown? Nope. Not another Pacer. Another, oh. another Tyrese. Oh, Terry Maxey. Yep. See, these is ass. Number these three. Guys broke out. Number three and number four play for the same team. Um, they play look at number 22 wide open. Kuzma, I'm going one on Desmonte Morris. <laughs> it's out west. Out east. Out east play for the same team. Young players. Very good. Both of them. Uh, Jalen Paolo Durant. and Franz. Paolo and Franz. Oh. There you go. Who is the best point guard Ooh. in the NBA? Steph Curry. Come on now. They don't know about him. Steph Curry's one. Uh, Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard's four. Luca. Luca's two. I dare handle this. You got yeah, it. I was gonna say I ain't here it either. So D Mills, you gonna have to you gonna have to carry this uh, round. Trying to think who would best point guard in the NBA. You got Steph, Luca, Dame. You're missing the third player. Shay. Shay. Good job. I didn't know where they would classify him. I was. Yep. I, I was because this is stupid. The next question is best shooting guard in the league. He's also on there. He's also on this <laughs> Devin Booker. Devin Booker's one with sixty-three percent for Devin Booker. It is a consensus that he well, not consensus, but it's close to consensus. So I'm guessing is Shea number two. Shea is number four, or it's tied for three. Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell not there. Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown not there. Not where? That's what I'm saying. These this is stupid because three of the point guards are also on shooting guards. Steph Curry. Steph Curry. Oh. Get a, get a, that, that, and Lucas third. That list don't matter now. And then, and then Anthony Edwards is there. The best small <laughs> forward in the league. Kevin Jason Durant. Tatum. Um, Kevin Durant and Jason Tatum are one and two. Tatum being number one. Ooh. And LeBron. LeBron's number four. I'm guessing they also probably have LeBron on the power four list. Kawhi. Kawhi's <laughs> number five. And number three is Luka. I'm for the <laughs> one, two, and three. They glazing. They, the glazing is crazy. Power four. Best power four in the league. Giannis. Giannis. So no Jimmy Butler on that list. Not Jim, Jimmy Butler. Not Jason on Tatum. Well... Giannis is one. Yeah. So is LeBron also on his list? Nope. Okay. Anthony Davis, they probably get nope. as a full. Okay. Uh, Zion? Nope. All NBA, one of the top 15 players of all time. Come on, guys. So you, Kevin Durant? Kevin Durant. He's, I thought oh, he said Kevin Durant. He was on the small four. He oh, we said him on the small four. Okay. <laughs> That was it. That's it. Giannis got 97% of the votes. <laughs> and, and Kevin Durant got one vote. Best center in the league. Jokic. Jokic got Embiid. all the votes. He got all, all the votes. All. He's got all of them. <laughs> it's just him. Damn. Um, highest percentage of total votes. On, okay, that's not a question. Uh, which team made the best overall moves this offseason? The, the Celtics. Bucks. Celtics and the Bucks are tied for first place. 
Then the Suns. The Suns are not there. Damn. The that's Lakers. Crazy. Yeah. Lakers are fourth. Yep. Uh, two of these teams are rebuilding teams, but they thought they still had to go. The Rockets. Rockets. The Rockets are five, fifth. Another rebuilding team. The Pacers. Nope. Uh, the Pistons. Nope. First year of this team's rebuild. Portland. Portland. Um, third. Weak ass move. And the Dallas Mavericks. They have a top five off uh, off season. I don't think so, but no. They brought uh, back Kyrie. That's big for them. It like, is. Grant Williams, Seth Curry. Which one player acquisition would make the biggest impact? Uh, Damian Lillard going to the Bucs. Damian Lillard, 47% first place. Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday's number two. Let's uh, get all of these. Y'all got it. Aiden. Chris Paul. Um, no, no. Uh, Grant Williams? No. Is it moving teams or is it? Yeah, these guys going to different teams. Jordan Poole? No. Bruce Brown? Girl, no. Wait, wait, wait. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Restate the question. So, because that Jordan Poole is an awful one. Which one player acquisition <laughs> would make the biggest impact? Oh, yes. Y'all got Dave oh, and Drew. Porzingis, thank oh, you. Yes. Think all NBA caliber changes this offseason. Um, Western Conference. All Bradley Beal? Bradley Beal. Yeah, thank you. Uh, another former all-star also went from east to west. Guard. Impact. Maybe not the best player, but his impact. Can Marcus Martin. Not a good guess. His impact can be deeper than on court stuff. To a team that needed somebody in the locker room. Derrick Rose. No. Fred Van Vliet to the Rockets. Fred Van Vliet. Oh. And the last one is a rookie. Derrick Rose. He said somebody in the locker room. And the last one is a rookie. Vic. Vic. Uh, Vic. Vic. Yep. Vic, come on, man, with this Vic. Show. What was the most underrated player acquisition? Most underrated. Underrated. None of these players are all stars. So this is a good one. Grant Williams. Grant Williams, number two. Good job. Um, Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown's number three. Good job. Come on, P. Oh, he's going to order. Sister. Dante we all heard the question. Uh, this Dante time. DiVincenzo no, not in the top. Oh, okay. I honestly thought that was a good one. Um, Let me think. Y'all missing number one. Underrated. He'd never been an all star, but got an award. One of the top five awards. Conference. He's in the Western Conference now. Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart. Good job. Uh, other all-defensive caliber player going to a new team. A lot of money getting paid to this player. Oh. Oh, never mind. Say what? Wait, 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 say that again. Uh, Western Conference team paid a lot of money for this all-defensive player. Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks. There you oh. go, Mike. Uh, 7% of the votes went to the Suns Center. Nurkic. Nurkic. Why you say the Suns Center? Because I like when Derek says it. <laughs> and then Max Struess also got some votes. Max Struess a good one. Who will be the most improved team this season? Mm, I want to say the Pacers. No. No one vote for the Pacers. The most improved the, team is going to be OKC. From off last year? OKC? From last year. The, the Lakers? Lakers? OKC's number one. Okay. OKC's the Lakers? One. Not the Lakers. Got a vote, though, but not top five. Are they including the trades? The Pacers. The Pacers not in there. So would they put the Bucks in there? They did not put the Bucks in there. Okay. They were the one seed, so I'm assuming. I was curious if they would still think trade. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Mavericks. The Mavericks are number three. Good job. These so we got are, one and three? Y'all got one and three. These other two, three teams, these are all teams that didn't make the playoffs. These other three teams did not make the playoffs. Pistons. Either. Pistons are number four. So we're missing number two. Number two and number five. Um, mm, the, uh, this the Rockets. The Rockets. There you go. And the last team. I'm going to say the Spurs. Out East. The magic. Oh. Magic. There we go. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, most surprising move this offseason. Like LeBron, can I get The Dame trade. You said most surprising move? The Dame trade, yes. Yeah. Um, was that 100%? No, it was 43%. Uh, 
So then this is good though because all of these trades when it happened, I was like, whoa, you know. That was number one. Chris Stapps. Chris Stapps trade was oh, number two. Yeah, Drew Holiday. Uh, that was they tied was that with Dame. Uh, Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal was number three. Come on, y'all got this. A trade, trade, trade. One of them is a trade, and one Chris of them Paul, is a Chris signing. Paul. Chris Paul, and oh. one of them is a signing. And I think it's surprising because he got paid a lot of money. Dylan Brooks. No. Nope. Fred. No. Nope. Fred. Uh, he got paid a lot of who a lot got, of money. Who got role player? Twenty million dollars. Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown. Oh. Um. More. We got. There's a lot. Who will win the rookie of the year? I don't Vic. need y'all to guess everything. Just guess Vic. the winner. Vic. Vic. Uh, most surprising player getting the votes is Sasha, uh, Sasha Vizinkov. Got one vote. He was splashing that bitch against the Raptors. Um, which rookie would, would be the best in five years? Vic. Vic had all of the votes. Which rookie was the biggest steal when where they were selected? Cam Whitmore. Cam, Cam Whitmore, Whitmore is number one. I want y'all to guess the rest of these because it's fun. Cam Whitmore is number one with 43%. Kobe uh, Bufkin. Not in top five. Ami Hawkins. Number two. Yep, number okay. two. Yeah, pick D-Mills. Uh, who else was late in that drive? Uh, all but one of them is outside the lottery. Uh, one of them is a lottery pick. A high lottery pick. Who fell in the lottery? Asar. Nope. Taylor Hendricks. Nope. High li- Higher. Uh, a man? Nope. Higher. Oh, wait. Who went? Scoot. Who went Scoot. four? Because uh, they believe that he probably should have went number two. Um, the other ones is your boy, Derek. Keontae George. Okay. And then AirPods. Okay. Who's the best international player in the NBA? Vic. Jokic. Luka. Jokic. I mean, yeah, Jokic. I oh, in the NBA. I, 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 was, I, I thought we were still on rookies. <laughs> I keep saying Luka. You heard Vic too many times. <laughs> yeah. Who is the best international player not in the NBA? Y'all could get this first one. Not in the NBA. Luis Scola. Nope. Good no. guess, though. <laughs> no, the best international player not in the NBA is... He used to be in the NBA. That's why right I said I could get it. Nope. No, Nico Miritich. Nico Miritich. Oh, yeah. He won multiple MVPs over there. Yes. Um, who is the best defensive player in the league? I don't need top five. Just give me number one. Um, best defensive player? Giannis. Giannis. Then it went Drew Holiday, Draymond Green, Marcus Smart, Jaron Jackson Jr. Giannis do his thing, but damn. Who is the best perimeter defender in the NBA? Drew Holiday. Drew, Drew Holiday. Holiday. Yeah. Then Jaden McDaniels. Mc... Nope, no votes. Mikael Bridges, Alice Caruso, Marcus Smart, Kawhi Leonard. Oh, I can't argue. Who is the best interior defender in the NBA? Jaron Jackson. Jaron Jackson Jaren. Jr., then Rudy Gobert, then Brooke Lopez. Then Bro. Anthony, then Anthony so, Davis. Then Giannis it? ain't top five in neither one of those categories. <laughs> but he's, he's number the best one. defender. <laughs> best help defender. <laughs> Who is the most versatile defender? Giannis. Bam. That's where his value oh, is to them, I guess. And Bam is three. Draymond is two. Trey's uh, still getting that respect. The best defensive team in the NBA this season. They expect it. The Celtics. Celtics. Best coach in the NBA? Greg Popovich. No. Oh. Eric Spolstra. Spolstra. 73%. Which head coach is the best manager slash motivator of his players? Eric Spolstra. Eric Spolstra. Yeah. Makes sense. Which head coach makes the best in-game adjustments? Eric Spolstra. Eric Spolstra. (laughs) Which head coach runs the best offense? Uh, Steve Kerr. Number two. Mike Malone. Mike Malone. Nope. Number three. Mike Brown. Mike Brown, good, oh, good, good call. Yeah. The best defensive schemes in basketball as a coach. Spo. Spo again. Uh, which new head coach will make the biggest impact? Adrian Griffin. Nope. Oh. Nick Nurse. Nope. Didn't even vote Nick Nurse. It's crazy. E-May? E-May, you oh, vote God. Which, who is the best assistant coach in the NBA? It was Jordy Fernandez for the Kings bench. <laughs> um, Terry Stotts also got some votes. Which active player would be the best head coach someday? 
Um, say Chris again. Paul. Chris Paul. Oh. Which team is going to be the most fun to watch this I year? I said Draymond. Uh, most fun? Pacers. Uh, Pacers. I think really good. Celtics. Nuggets. Nuggets. Oh. Which team has the best home court advantage? The Nuggets. The Nuggets. Which team will have the most efficient offense? The Nuggets. The Nuggets. The Nuggets. Which team level of success this season is the toughest to predict? That's a good question. The Grizzlies. No to both. Um, level. The Miami Heat? Nope. That's a very good one. Though. The Warriors? Nope. The, the Pelicans? Nope. Damn. OKC? Nope. Number three. The Mavericks? Mm. Nope. Think about just a big cloud over this organization. Oh, Philly. Philly. They're going to be good. <laughs> which team has the most promising young core? 73% of the votes for this team. Um, OKC. OKC. Most athletic player in the NBA? Zion Williamson. Nope. Andy Edwards. Fourth. John Third. Morant. John Morant's one. Best pure shooter? Steph Curry. All of the votes. <laughs> Fastest with the ball? I was going to say Ja. <laughs> De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox. And Ja oh. was second. Which player is best at moving without the ball? Steph, Steph Curry. Curry. Right. Which player is the best passer? Jokic. Uh, Jokic. Jokic. Is that all of them? Did, you say it again. Did he get all the votes? No. Luka and LeBron both got votes. Okay. Which player is the best leader? LeBron. LeBron. LeBron the most versatile player in the league. Giannis. Yes. Y'all on the roll right now. LeBron which, is the best leader. Which player has the best Le- IQ? leader? The Le- Le- IQ? LeBron. No, Jokic. Chris Jokic. Paul. Jokic. Oh. Chris Paul's third and LeBron is second, so. Which player would you want taking the shot with the game on the line? Kyrie Kevin Durant. They're going to uh, say Steph, though. Steph Curry. Yeah. I would say Kevin Durant. And and this is the very last question. Which change will require the biggest adjustment, whether that be mm. with in-season, rules, or the new CBA? The tournament. Mm-mm. That's third. Oh, it's not a oh, it's third. The flopping rule. That was fourth. Oh, it was the player participation policy. Oh, got the bulk of the votes, which makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So that was the that was the NBA GM survey. Interesting stuff, as always. Yeah, I do like that they 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 as GMs feel like the player participation thing will probably be tough to adjust to. Yeah, because like, man, can they play all the games? They have to play <laughs> all the games. How can we find a loophole in this? Right, play them for three minutes, get them out the game. Uh, that's the loophole, but then now your averages go down. If you're a 25 point per game score, I don't know if I want that. So, yeah, that's all the NBA stuff. I don't know if there's anything outside of uh, basketball, um, unless we want to talk. How did about you enjoy you. your surprise party, bro? I I can't. I was thinking about this while laying in bed last night. I'm so appreciative of moments like that. It's so funny though, and I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> he really was on our ass and we all I yeah, know I don't yeah. know about everybody but I'm looking at the text like man he just don't know <laughs> I was gonna text him I was gonna text him like game like kind of like before he was leaving out just be like he really don't know like I'm trying to I'm trying to hoop for him so okay for the people at home um, my my wife and my uh, mom threw me a surprise party and all, obviously all these guys were in on it and I had no idea I usually am pretty perceptive when it comes to stuff like that. Like, I could pick up on the – I didn't know anything. Um, so that day is Sunday football. And you not usually, but I be wanting to talk to people while watching the games. So I'm hitting the group chat like crazy. Where y'all at? 
football is going on and nobody in Discord. Y'all crazy. And I took a screenshot because all of y'all were online. <laughs> and I took a screenshot. I say, if you're not in Discord right now, but online, you ugly. <laughs> and little did I know, an hour later, I was gonna leave the house, and everybody, everybody that I really like, love, and care for is gonna be in one room together uh, for my birthday. Um, so I did feel bad for like five minutes. Like, ah, oh, this is the guy. It don't really matter. No, it was it, it was, was just fun playing it. Yeah, because I wanted to be in there. Yeah, because it is Super Bowl Sunday. But I'm like. I know it's gonna be so crazy when we all just do it. That noise yeah. of everybody leaving the Discord. You was clutch though for telling Kyron the day of, like, hey, he had to add him to the group chat. Cause I know that's that's KB make yeah. prior to that, KB was asking, cause I felt bad too last year when we told Kyron maybe it wasn't last year, but one of like the two years, years ago, yeah. We told Kyron happy birthday on like the eleventh, and today is his birthday on the tenth or like the twelfth. And Kyron didn't say nothing at all. You know, yeah. It ain't Kyron don't care, but you know, one of us have been like it's my birthday, you ugly ass. Yeah. <laughs> Some Kyron ain't say nothing. So, yeah, we all feel bad. But I know Kyron is our friend because of KB. So, it made KB. So, I'm like, I'm like, Kyron didn't say nothing in that chat when Suzanne said something. Yeah, I didn't know he wasn't so in there. So, something told me, look at the names. Because it, it was like nine people in there. So, I just yeah. assumed he was in there. And then I looked at the names. I didn't see Kyron. That was a group chat we used to play in your bachelor party. So, I literally just uh, added Suzanne to it. Gotcha. And then I didn't know Kyron wasn't in there. So I hurried up and was just like, yo, I had added him. He still ain't say nothing. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, man, this is not good enough. I'm like, I KB gonna want him to be there. So yeah. then I FaceTime him and I'm like, man, you good? Like you you can make it. He he, he this man on the toilet. Like, man, I just woke up shorty, my stomach been hurting. He like, I'm make I'm like, all right, just let me know, bro. Motherfucker get you a ride or whatever. Just just gotta make sure you're there. And he's like, No, I'm gonna be there. So I'm like, cool. And then I walk in, he's like, he's like hey man. Good shit telling me, shorty, because, man, I sure wouldn't have known. Yeah. yeah. It wouldn't have been right if he wasn't there. No, so I'm happy not at put all. that together. Not at all. But, yeah, it's like, I don't know. I, I think you can kind of not really think about how many people are in your life or care about you or vice versa until they're all there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I guess we kind of got that with the wedding because everybody was there. But it was just it was just a little bit different because the wedding, again, we planned it. Yeah. You know, I had RSVPs and this I had no idea. When we pull up to the spot, my mom is outside, which was a bit different for her to be standing outside the restaurants that right. are going in. But I ain't thinking I know. So it. unnecessary. You know, you know what's also it, I different too? Looked, I thought they normally meet you outside. I thought I didn't know how to be meet somebody at the S the restaurant, they is in there or they beat me, I'ma meet them in the little thing. Yeah, yeah but she outside. also covered it up by saying, I gotta get your gift out of my trunk. Oh so uh, she, but I, when I pulled in, there there's a beamer. I'm like, damn, they're like P.I. car. But I didn't think nothing because, you know. You know, you could see that car. Exactly. I've definitely seen that car before, but I ain't think that's why I was like, Derek D. Mills, did you pull up up front? Because there's stuff on your car that makes you like very like noticeable to know that is your car. Yeah, yeah, it's time. (laughs) It's definitely time. But you know what's crazy? It was also nice because we never really do any, like, I don't know about how, like, Pierre and your friend group do, but we don't really do shit for birthdays. Yeah. You know, usually yeah. we're on the game and just talking, so it was cool to, we like, actually do some. Together, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Cooper's hog or some shit. Right. That's the second surprise birthday party in a friend group this year. Mason. Mason. And then Damn, KB. Yeah, specs, specs, this yeah. is the first time we've ever done those as, like, a group. It's, it's the girlfriends are doing it, but right. it's the first time we've actually, like, done it. Yeah, it was, it was real fun, man. It got me all emotional. I didn't motion a few times since then, just thinking about it, you know. I am so nosy that Dana can never throw me in a surprise party. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be eating like, oh, who texted you? Who that? Oh, this uh my friend from school, whatever. Oh, yeah. Y'all text hard? <laughs> y'all, text <laughs> hard. y'all text hard. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't uh, personally like in like. I don't know Suzanne's password, and she don't know my password. I don't know Danny's password either. Like, I've never even thought about wanting to look no. at, who, like, I ask her who you're You got to be stuff. looking for something to go yeah. through yeah, somebody's phone. Do you know your girl's password? Uh, I think I do because she's told to me, like, but I'm not like, going to open. Like, even if. to a text or something, but, like, I'm not going to remember her password. You know, she told me her password, but I don't have no reason. To I like, feel like once you tell you know a girl your saying? password, they that shit is burned into their memory. <laughs> like, they, they will never forget mm-hmm. what your password is. 22643, bet. So forth. I'm just too nosy of a person. What you doing, Ma? Me and my mom, my mama meet me to walk. Who you was talking to? That's just my natural thing to just ask yeah. a question. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was great. I had a lot of fun. A lot of fun. It was funny. Did you eat? Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Yeah. I had a burger. Eat? Oh. It was all right. They said that burger was the best thing. It was all right. Yeah, it was better than chicken. I, had no I bun. didn't have a chicken sandwich, but it, I saw a lot of bad reviews on it. So. Yeah. I had no bun, though, so it was like it was a lettuce wrap, so that's probably I why saw, I was all right. He said I saw a lot of reviews. No, I'm talking from the people. I've never, been, I've never, been, never been there before. Me either. But I, we saw it's some right high there. school people that school we went to. People we went to high school with. Who you see? I'll say afterwards. Oh. Um, and then the lady that was waitressing us is the big sister of somebody that we graduated with. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. Um, so it was just oh. weird. Bro, I, I didn't. Oh, before you that had walked in, that, that's why I know who that is. Before you had walked in, her little sister name started A. Yep. Yeah. Um, before you were walking in, the waitress was trying to give like. Everybody their drinks, and we're all standing up waiting for you or whatever. And I couldn't tell if it was like one of your sisters. Somebody was like, "He coming!" Like they, he, she had got real firm with the waitress. <laughs> she, they were like, "No, she can hurry up and put the drinks down real quick." She's like, "No, he's coming." Because you can see you coming through the window. Yeah, yeah. And the waitress was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> she had ran out. Yeah, that was a. And it's kind of it's crazy that one of the girls that was a waiter, she was telling me she was like. She was like, how old is Kenny? She was like, I was like, ah, oh, 27. She was like, oh, I was like, you know him? She was like, yeah, I used his girlfriend used to work with me at uh, Rock Bottom. Interesting. Yeah, before it closed down. Rock Bottom's a funny spot because it literally closed down with no notice. Everybody <laughs> that worked there just lost their job. Really? Yes, yeah, swear to God. And Suzanne was already going by that yeah. point. I was say, Suzanne worked there for three days. She, yeah. And one of those three days, me and Mike went out to dinner. Yeah, fuck right, with right. <laughs> That's crazy that they just shut down at, random. I've been yeah. to that spot with uh, Destiny too before, and oh, I feel I, like they had some good food. Me and Dana went there, the yeah. one that was in the mall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went there. Yeah, they and had you a be really going to the place that replaced it, right? It's like a few doors down, but yeah, they got some really good food. I w- I went there before too. They I think they got like Italian beef egg rolls too. They do. I yeah, they do. They they got one of the things where you can get uh, you know those samplers where they give you like. Two or three, shit. a bunch of different appetizers. They got one of that, yeah. and you can you can try out everything. I need to get on that. Yeah, that shit was a. Uh, it was fun. That shit was fun, man. It was. It was also crazy because I was saying bye, and uh, Angie said, "Yeah, the next time you see me, she'll probably be here." I'm yeah. damn. Whoa, that is crazy. That's crazy to think about. Damn. Three weeks. <laughs> Time is flying. You know, Avery was born three weeks early. Yeah. I mean, I mean, no, I didn't know that, but, like, I yeah. don't understand it's a possibility. And we didn't, yeah, we didn't expect that shit at all. So, yeah. And it, it could be any, uh, I mean, I'm not trying to spook you. No, I know. But it could be it's, any. Like, it's really before he, yeah. Pierre called me yesterday. I was literally shampooing the, the baby's room. Mm. Uh, I was shampooing the carpet. Yeah, he was. That's going to be so fun to see Papa Mills. 
<laughs> Can't wait to get you. I'm get asking you him to, like, man, you nervous? You gonna bring your game up to the hospital like KB did? I did. Bro, not, bro, I did not do that, bro. <laughs> you did have a viral tweet about it though. Yeah, I went to a yeah Flex had an interview and I went there, and the dude was like, man, yeah, no, yeah, you know, I've been I've been rocking with the podcast too, man. Like, yeah, y'all doing y'all thing. He like, yeah, um, I I had known you from there. He like, yeah, your man said when he went viral for playing his game. Right? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I was like, that's crazy. Man, man. <laughs> that was such a funny moment because that was a, a case of a tweet getting outside of the Target demo. Yeah. Because the people that know me know that it was a joke because I joked about exactly. making that joke. Yeah. You but they took went, a picture of you trying to turn on the TV. Yeah. <laughs> but it, went, it went viral. because Anybody who plays a game can look at that picture and say, there, there was, was no, no game, game in, in sight. There, there was no, no course, no game, control. It's Bro, nothing. People was coming out of there like, they, bro, they was really they was like writing venting. Think about they was it. venting about it. Bro. Think yes, bro. pieces, bro. Yeah, this this is why you, how would you get pregnant by a man who in it? Like, bro, <laughs> oh my gosh. And that's why I always stress people the internet is not real at, I saw at all. And then KB had made a tweet saying how, like, people, like, if they paid attention, it wasn't a game in sight. And then there was girls in his comment section saying, what do you expect us to think just looking at the picture? <laughs> and I'm just like, don't say anything. What a, what a great time. Because not only did that happen, when Avery was born and I tweeted, I'm a dad, I was trending like second. Or, oh, no, it was fourth in the U.S. Like call, It was like, congratulations, Kenny. <laughs> and I still have that screenshot from, from when Avery was born. <laughs> and one day, when my clout is gone, I'm going to show Avery, when you were born, that I had the clout to go viral on X. Because she's going to call it X by that time. Yeah. You'll be like, trending? <laughs> what does that mean? Twitter, yeah. She's going to be able to tell her schoolmates, I was number four on trending when I was born. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's going to be fun for you, though, D-Mills. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be tough those first months, couple months, but yeah, it's you going to adjust. But luckily for you, you said Avery slept. Avery was per, is a was a perfect newborn. Yeah. She did not wake up much in the middle of the night. We woke her up to feed her. She never just was bawling her eyes out like babies normally do. How your family? They ready? They excited? Yeah, my sister, oh, super excited. Because she just had her baby a few months ago. Oh, okay. I think she just hit seven months. So, so they about to grow up together, really? Yeah. That's great. That's great. Because, yeah, Avery don't have that other than your daughter, potentially. You yeah. know, they, It's going to be... Uh, what year and a half difference, but that's yeah. still close enough that's for them to be yeah, really real close. close. Um, especially because our girls are close too. Yeah, you know. So, Roscoe excited? <laughs> I guess oh. he ain't really said nothing about it. Oh. He that was such show. a red. Oh. Something just clicked in my. We was talking about family, and I remember my auntie had called me yesterday, and I didn't call her back. Uh, that's petty. <laughs> She be calling yeah, me at the worst You see time. that I just called some chick I met at the mall that <laughs> I barely know. She be calling me at the weirdest time. It was like 8 in the morning already. And I, I didn't even wake up yet. And she just calling me. I'm like, I'm going to call her back later. I do that sometimes, Mike. It's okay. I'm definitely bad at calling back sometimes. Who be calling you? Sometimes my grandma randomly called me. Damn. Like, she called me at 10 o'clock at night. I'm Yeah, gra- grandma's is different. Yeah, I be getting ready to go to bed. And I'm like, bro. <laughs> I'm trying to watch my YouTube videos get comfortable. TT was in a so loud, bro. I'm, you, you know what she did? You did they tell you what she went through? Oh, she had a heart attack two weeks ago. Oh, oh wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, maybe more, maybe more like three, four weeks ago at this point. Yeah, I, yeah you I wouldn't know. be able to tell, right? She's she was in the hospital for a little bit, but she's as good as you can be. She had two heart attacks actually. 
mm. after two heart attacks. And she <laughs> she gonna tell my dad because you know they like drink together. You know, whenever they see each other, they had drinks together. She gonna say, I can't drink as much as I used to yet. <laughs> I'm like TT, bro. Relax, bro. Relax, bro. Yeah, nah. <laughs> Love that lady, though. Love that lady. Um, yeah, man. It's crazy to see everybody because it, it, it don't happen often. The twins gonna say, "What's my name, Pia? <laughs> uh, Kayla? <laughs> no. Oh shit. That's well, why I can't have no twin kids, man. Uh, I'm beginning their names wrong. It's so funny because I mean, why you just call them twin? Yep. <laughs> I guess because I grew up closer to them than you. Yeah. That they don't even look alike to me. They don't. They don't. They really don't. Like you can tell that they're twins, obviously. It's just the names. It's just Kayla and Kyla. They're, they're so very close. close. We yeah. had to deal with the twins. We had friend, f- twins Kevin in our Kale. friend group. Yeah. See, Kevin, and Ke- Kevin and Kelvin. Yeah. Kevin and Kelvin actually you look know like twin they twins. They had, they it had, took me like a year to be able to tell them apart. You know what's funny? They had one time where I remember that they said this hoodie. Kayla definitely. One had a red hoodie. One had a green hoodie. Yeah. One had a red hoodie. One had a green hoodie. Like they asked was the Mario brother. But actually, when they were young, they didn't look alike because one was skinny. One was skinny, yeah. And so like now. That's true. That's true. Now they've both grown into their bodies. Now they do look a little bit more similar. That's true. They both fat. No, I want to say that. They got the dad. They got the dad bod now. Yeah, they got the dad bod. They got dad bods. Growing into your body is a nice way to say they put on weight. <laughs> 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 it's just that grown man weight. Yeah. I saw your I saw your boy at the barbershop yesterday. Uh, why does that my boy? Because we just had the same name. Yeah, I'm dead. <laughs> what he was talking about, man. Yeah, actually, ain't say nothing to me. Well, we like said what up, but he ain't try to talk to me uh, really. What if he watched the pod? And he caught on. <laughs> hey. He come in and be like, "Yeah, man, I ain't gonna say nothing to you, little Hollywood." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm glad I don't have to deal with like the barbershop talk. Yeah, same. That's I have switched barbers before because I don't want to talk, bro. Cut my hair. You feel me? Like yeah. the one guy I go to, he he say, "What up? How you doing? You got anything special planned?" I'm like, "Nah." And he cut my hair. Yeah, and I it. tip him handsomely. Because he does a decent job and he doesn't. We used talk to have, me. bro. I swear, we used to have like our live shows the weekend, and I be getting my hair cut. You play anything got going on? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but one time he, I did get in this chair. He said your buddy said something. Y'all was doing something. So you did tell him something yeah. once. Yeah. Um, but you don't go to him no more, right? Nah, just because he moved shops. Yeah, his shop is out of the way now. But you don't want to go to Bobby no more. Hell no! Nah, I ain't went to Bobby in years. Yeah. And that's the dude, I, I started probably like my first 10, 12 years getting my hair cut by him. Yeah, he probably pissed he lost that client. Lost me too. But your hair shape different, so he might be all right. <laughs> His hair shape funny too, so you know. <laughs> he lost me, Mike, and Terrence. I used to go to Bobby too. Oh, that's four people. <laughs> yeah, I used to go to Bobby too. <laughs> he just started moving around too much, and then, it, he had, then he had the accident. So he was out of commission for a little bit, so I had to go find someone else. That. It was the um, punctuality for me. True. That's the, that's the yeah. second for me that we've had in this episode, by the way. It's the blank for me. For me. Oh, shit, I did just do that. It's <laughs> a punctuality for me. No, but no, that's big, a, though. That is very big. He'd he be the type that, like, he'll have his, he'll have an Italian no, no, beef no, no, right no, no, there. No. Erase that. <laughs> you had, you know how many curse words have been said that you ain't write, wrote down? Nah. <laughs> if, you ain't, if, you, if you ain't writing them all down, why write them at all? We need to differentiate them, though, because yeah. who's paying that money? You know, yeah. they got to be a, a kitty jar, a Mike jar, a P and Derek yeah. jar. Because I thought I did good. This. I, you heard me say wallet. 
And I said behind. He, he yes, wrote down yes. one for me when I purposely was making a joke. Yeah. On the top of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's true too, though. Um, anything special going on this week, though? I think we are we done with surprise parties and we. Um, oh, you know, we got one thing. It's not this week, and it's getting cold out, so we need to hurry the hell up. Golf, golfing, bro. Yeah. Terrence been going to the dr- driving range. And that's the minimum we can do. We got to go to the driving range. Yeah. He could invite us. True. And that's down the street, too. Let's figure right. it out right now. I, I don't know. Did look at that it, weather yeah. app. It says straight <laughs> 50s and 40s. For real, but like hoodie weather. Well, yeah. we fine. I'll go for the hoodie. I don't care. Yeah. I just can't wear my tights. I went to wear some tights. You got, what are you talking about, like golf tights? I'm nah, gonna, I'm just put, tights. I'm going to put in the chat when we go into the rain. Yeah. All right. So, okay, we put the initiation in. We'll figure out the rest. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Tell Kyron come through. Oh man, Kyron with a golf club. I wasn't was there when y'all did. Top golf? I didn't do yeah. top golf with y'all. But. No, yeah, he wasn't. Yeah, neither was I though. So I ain't talking shit. You I got did. better though. You, he tried to bet. You right, weren't there, Joe. Josie's really good. Left, he was decent. Josie's really good. Like she, she played before. Like Josie she does something. Yeah, that doesn't surprise really good. me though. That does not John surprise is me. John is too now because of her. Yeah, because but he also used to golf with his, his dad, pops all yeah. the time. Yeah. Josie got that shit, don't she? I didn't know she. I didn't know she was good. I don't remember watching her play. Oh, he, she he was, was eating in a, uh, chicken waffle sliders. Yeah, it was the top. She was on the other. They was on the other. You know how thing. you know she good? Because yeah, she was hitting the ball and she was hitting it real far. And I was, and she was like, "Damn, I messed up on that one." And I'm like, "Bro, I'm barely hitting it over the left thing." <laughs> yeah. For me, it's, I be trying. I be trying to hit it far, but also I want to get points. So if I hit it far and it don't get points, I'm like, "Fuck." Yeah. He like, must be cracking that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. We appreciate y'all watching or listening to this episode of Through the Wire. Of course, we will be back on Saturday talking all things hoops as we normally do, getting closer and closer to the NBA regular season where things are going to go down. Last show. What? <laughs> Wait. Wait. Oh, oh, TTWTour.com. You said last show. Like, are we getting fucking canceled? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Denver, the last I thought like he was saying like last show until the last show. Right. Uh, but no. TTWTour.com, uh, October 24th. Uh, come out completely free. RSVP. Let's have some fun. And we appreciate y'all. And we will see y'all on Saturday. Let's get it. Look at number eight. He all Peace, young. Peace.